0: Thanks for the sex, homie.
1: Skype is telling me that oh, yeah. there's a, there's a, a WWF pay per view tonight. Oh. And you can start your free month is tonight. Is Donald
0: Trump going to be there? Is he going to fight
1: CNN? Barack Lesnar versus Samoa <laughs> Joe. Barack Obama Lesnar. Barack Obama Lesnar versus Samoa Joe for the oh, universal. Uh, Samoa Joe, wait, that's. That- is
0: he the guy that goes at math?
1: Yeah, oh my god, it's the math guy! Wow, you that got, guy's still
0: around. 33 third in a chance of being me at. Th- I forget what the thing. I watched that again last night.
1: It's a real good video.
0: If the numbers don't lie,
1: and they spell disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Wrestling Cast. Oh, Jesus Episode Episode 71. Sure. How's everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good.
0: Yeah, me and John are well rested.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I like, took holly. an hour nap beforehand, and I feel like garbage. Oh, mm-hmm. that sucks. It's the
2: worst feeling ever. You have some of my tea.
1: Like, okay, I'll be right over. There you go. So it's nice Just, and yeah. hot out for everybody. Yeah, I yeah it's everybody. Hmm. It's it's sweltering. Warming. It's sweltering for Rhett sitting uh, there basically in his underpants basically, basically. I have shorts on. I have shorts. Hey, shorts boy. They're,
0: <laughs> They're comfy and easy to wear.
1: Shorts boy returns. You have your uh teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt on?
0: <laughs> okay, you want to actually know what I'm wearing?
1: Yes, I want to know what t- Tell me. My dad wearing. got me
0: this shirt like a couple years ago <laughs> and I looked at it and was like I've never played that game before. And then I put on the shirt, and I'm like, man, this shirt is really goddamn comfy, though. It's a fucking Kingdom Hearts t-shirt. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, so it's so bad, but it's really soft and comfy.
2: <laughs> That's extremely aesthetic. With That's that
1: said, to my immediate virtual right, Taco Bell gives him Kingdom farts. Jeez. Kingdom farts, huh? Oh, I got it. You got it. You see what I did there? They yeah. rhyme. It's red. It's fucking pink, bitch. It's pink, bitch. <laughs> oh, man, that game. That, that game's got funny. some
0: di- that good. game's got some dialogue. Is that game like secretly a comedic masterpiece? I I don't know. There's something really funny to me about that girl talking with the pitched up voice. Like, it's so obviously pitched up.
1: I don't know. You had
0: another catchphrase. I thought
1: you moved to a different one. Or is that that one one just for me? Get out of context. Yeah, that one's for you. That one's for me? Ooh, nice. Saucy. To my immediate virtual left, does not need your stinking approval. It's John Thayer. Hi. Hey, John.
2: Do you, Hi, are you do
1: you do you need do you need their stinking approval fuck no
2: there you go there you go how you doing doing really well doing really well got your tea Think, thinking of all the ways we can improve our socks cast numbers just do the synergize make the podcasts punchier. um just get the right people on just keep get the right content what's what's hot these days
1: uh, hashtags. Hashtags. Boom. All, all right. right. So,
2: um, all right. Two things.
1: Hashtags. Hashtag-, bu- hashtag butt vomit.
2: All right. That's Holly's <laughs> thought. Brett, what's hot these days besides hashtags?
1: Uh, Tumblr. <laughs> all
2: right. Hashtag Tumblr. That is the topic. All right. Me. All right. Hashtag butt vomit. Hashtag Tumblr. <laughs> John, what's your hashtag? Hashtag Kingdom Hearts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, th- I think mine wins.
2: Fair enough. No, we'll I- talk about it all three in turn. That. All right. Hashtag so, the hedgehog. Hashtag the hedgehog. Hashtag yeah. butt vomit the hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, the kids are really into this new game where you can, um, where you see like Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters like mm-hmm. in the same game. It's really weird, but oh, pretty- I
0: thought you're gonna you're gonna segue into uh, Sonic Forces, where the ge- kids are into this game where you
2: can make your own Sonic OC,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and they're also into the part where they just vomit out their butts. Yes, that's the yeah, best that's one part. Of, that's one of the skills they have. There's like, you can throw your hat, or you
0: can have a whip, or you can poop all over the place. (laughs) Butt vomit propulsion.
2: (laughs) And then (laughs) fight (laughs) Sephiroth. He's also just pooping everywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I kind of feel like I have to patch in Eric's gotta take (laughs) a big dump song right here.
0: I am gonna take a big dump the moment I get home. I am gonna take a big dump the moment I get home. I'm gonna take a big dump. it, it he's gonna take a big dump. Mario, what the fuck are you doing? Take a big dump. Take a big up Take a big up The moment I get home, I'm gonna make. All right, make all right. Sephiroth the Hedgehog. When I S- get Sonic, Sephiroth courses. the Hedgehog.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna make 420 the
2: Hedgehog.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sonic's best friend, the Hedgehog. Sonic's best
3: friend. The hedgehog.
2: That's pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. So how about we start a damn podcast? This is going to be you know, pretty light. Um, we'll
2: see about that. We'll
1: see, right. but I think it's. I think it's going to be worker,
2: fairly light. Country. More advertising. More, more synergy. More <laughs> butt vomit. More butt vomit. We got to keep the. We got to get those hashtags flowing. We Come on, hashtag the... butt vomit. Everybody, get it going on Twitter at your friends. Let them know butt vomit. There we go, and that's all gonna warp back around to popularity for our hit property. Uh, oh, what are um, our monetization uh, opportunities for the Sucks cast right now? Yeah, it's it's it. Whatever. What are
1: Hot Dognolds? All right, that's not. Oh yeah,
0: Polly's got the affiliate on on Twitch now. Yeah, we have got the that's...
1: hot hot sponsorship from Hot Dognolds. Yeah. Oh, I'm liking it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna so, get that. Like, comment, and subscribe, review us on on the App Store. Yeah, I, need- I need to subscribe to Polly. Oh,
0: that's cool, good. you're gonna get like two bucks a month now for me.
1: I'm
2: gonna get a, a big fat two
1: dollars a month. I hear that if you don't stream enough, they just take your affiliateship away <laughs> okay, <laughs> or if, great. I've also heard if you don't make over a hundred dollars in three months, they take it away so apparently, uh, uh, apparently, this is a real dumb program I don't know, but I imagine that some of these policies are probably gonna change as the 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 um program matures a bit because they seem to kind of
0: yeah if youtube has taught us anything they you really know how to look out for the little guys oh
1: absolutely (laughs) (laughs) so who wants to get this dumb thing started
2: i'll go go all right cool um hey polly yo what's up so i finished a game what
1: was it sonic the hedgehog 4 no, I finished Zero Time Dilemma. Oh, that game. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's pretty
1: good. <coughs> yeah, it's I just mean, my game of the year. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, Zero Time great. Dilemma. After after I... many threats of physical violence, uh, you've finally gotten around to finishing the third Zero Escape game.
2: I looked it up. and I started it last July. <laughs> yeah, it's shortly after it came out because it came out in yeah. May, I think. So yeah, I think I just started it because I um. Because it had just come out, and I was like, oh, I should start this, even though I wasn't really in the right mode for it. Mm-hmm. So then I just dropped it, but then I came back to it. And game puzzles was got too hard and finished, and made you cry. Last, yeah, I finished the last two-thirds of it in, like, two days. So yeah. if you're in the right mode, then it's just going to flow just like with VLR and 999. Yeah, basically. So Yeah, these games are all really good.
1: I really like them. So what do you think of Zero Time Dilemma and the various things that make up that game?
2: Um, BLR and 999 both are experienced basically on a flowchart linearly from the start, um, where you start and then make a choice and then make a choice. Zero Time Dilemma lets you jump back to points in the flowchart where you can make a choice and then explore it down from there. And it's it's, it's intentionally
1: obfuscated because you're just kind of presented with, like, it's divided up into three teams, C, Q, and D. Mm-hmm. And you go into that team, and then there's just fragments everywhere. Just like, well, mm-hmm. okay, this takes place sometime. We're not. Re- I mean, like you can get a general idea on the timeline of where it takes place, but everything's presented out of
2: context. That's the thing about Zero Time Dilemma. That's different. Is mm-hmm. how you experience. You don't just experience the game non-linearly in the sense that it's a flowchart with a bunch of choices. It's that you jump to different parts of the flowchart. Um at any given point, you can run to, like, at the start of the game, you can go to, like, ten different points, after the intro, you can go to, like, ten different points in the flowchart and just progress from there for a little bit, and then it stops, and then you can jump. And when you finish enough of those, it unlocks other points in the flowchart, depending on like, what story info. So it's way more Mm non-linear and contextless than something like VLR
3: 999.
2: Mm -hmm. um, Which in the process is, which is very cool, and clever structurally, especially for how it, when you start jumping all around near the end of the game and filling in those remaining holes in your knowledge that start contextualizing everything really fast. There is a moment in that game that was literally just,
1: it's towards the end of the game where like something big happens and like the big part of what's really going on here happens and Mm -hmm. suddenly everything's context gets changed. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, my moment of the year last year. (laughs) God. And it's just... And it's fucking, again, Uchi Kochi doing fucking meta shit that's just like, Oh, I'm fucking with your perception of what everything is right now. And I'm going to use the game's mechanics in such a way that completely subvert what you expect this game is doing.
3: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. And... The plot twists are really big and dramatic, and in a lot of and they they can be they can almost feel silly in the same way that VLRs do, where it's like, oh, that's so ridiculous. But then yeah. you actually think back, and they put the work in to make that make sense it's and all earn it. Seeded. It's all fucking seeded. All seeded. And that's especially true in VLR and zero time dilemma. I think. Yeah, they um, really go all
1: go out Go for it for the they details. Go for they go for the details where they matter. And there are such mm-hmm. minor details that when you come back and you think about them, you're like, that motherfucker got me again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And
2: it's the best feeling ever. hmm Oh, it's really cool. Um, VLR VLR is big, is grander, just because it's, like, twice as long. Yeah. Um, there's more room for really... It just... VLRs like has a climax and then it has like five more hours of play of- where they're kind of <laughs> explaining all the twists
1: and then explaining and then explaining like
2: what it is that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And it was completely enthralling. Like I was staying up until like five a.m. when I beat VLR. Guy was the same way. Through All that stuff. It's yeah. like this is an epilogue. Why is this so compelling? Um, and then zero time dilemma. I, I actually, one thing I do appreciate is that after the big epilogue in VLR zero time dilemma ends, right when it can, basically, yeah, like it, it does not, it, it does do well not overstay.
1: It, it doesn't overstay its welcome at all. Yep. And um, like, I don't think that enough can be said of how much like the acting makes that Some game, sense. and it because like like zero time dilemma is probably the darkest of the three games in terms mm-hmm. of just not only its themes but it's just. It's very dark and hopeless and, like, whereas there's some levity in uh, 999 uh, and VLR, Zero Time Dilemma never lets off of that oppressive atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And, like, when it goes for it, it goes for it in really big ways, and even though that game is kind of hindered by its its production budget, Mm -hmm. which it's, you know, like... I'm thankful that it got one anyway. Period. period. Even though it's hindered by that a bit, because the presentation and the models are kind of wonky, and the animation isn't the greatest, Mm -hmm. the actors and actresses in that game sell every single moment with the most conviction.
2: Like, and it's so honest, and it feels so good. There was one ending in particular where I just added you afterwards, like, oof. Yeah, a lot, lot of oof. Yeah, they have all the game overs, and then they have, or just bad ends, and then they have the six or so, like, true actual endings that are meant to be really cathartic, satisfying yeah. story moments, and then they have the true final ending. So it's same as VLR, mm-hmm. where all, of, all of those endings basically hit pretty hard. Yeah, they do a real um, good job of making everything work. Yeah. So I was very satisfied closing out Zero Time Dilemma. Um... They have a, there's a cute little ep, there is a cute little epilogue, but it's contained as text files in the like quest log, basically that you can so it's very hidden. Which, yes, it, there's which is a great joke after yes. after VLR's huge epilogue. Yeah, you go into the files that you you've
1: collected over the course mm. of the game, and then they add some more files if you go back into the timeline and then look at those files, and then there's just like a few little short stories in there to read that kind of round everything out. Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> Eric and Mira, the most touching love story in a video game. Aww. <laughs>
3: mm. Mmm. Just go it mm. goes
2: right to your heart, I tell you Yeah. Oh, that's related. There's some good rec content, I think. Yeah. Um Oh. I, I think I know what that means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it means they go to space and there's an explosion.
1: Boom. Yep. There you go. Boom. Nailed it.
0: Explosions in space, those work, right?
2: Press the button, John. <laughs> there's a couple... Of, I told, that, was, that was one I tweeted about a lot on Twitter. Like, Pauly talked about the gun incinerator one. I'm yeah. going to talk about one where there's just... They have all these fucking, like... There's the one with the doors where you can choose... Where they open up all, the Monty Hall problem. Yeah. But with, you know, you die if you get it If wrong. you fuck up, yeah. Um, and then there was one that was just... After all those like convoluted math problems where they have to explain like, all right, this is what's going on. This is a now. probability. And, this and is... then it fucking breaks your brain. Yeah. Uh, and then there's one where they just have a big button. And they said, <laughs> and press the button. And sign no, and a sign around it that says, "Do, Do not." A big press the... sign that says, "Do not press the button." <laughs> <laughs> and then the funniest characters all fucking argue, like, should we press the button? And it's, like, this big tense scene where everybody's arguing that they should press the button. Yeah, and then,
1: like, when you go into the decision game at that point, it goes, like, you know, make your choice, and then there's, like, a 70-second timer Mm -hmm. where, like, everybody's arguing back and forth about whether they should press the button or not, and ultimately, you're the one who's controlling the character at that point. They gets to decide whether the button's pressed. And uh it's just like, you know, to not press the button you've gotta to listen to this whole argument. And I think that like things <laughs> like that are so important. It's not like just a press the button, don't press the button. They actually it's make the you wait it.
2: It's so good. Um so well, this I game play's... is Yeah. This
0: game is lost then? Basically. It's just Jack and Locke being like, I'm gonna press
2: the button. No it doesn't fuck the it doesn't fuck the ending. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Unlike um, Lost, uh Zero yeah. Escape lands well, the actually, ending. Actually,
2: I've heard a lot of
0: people hate the ending of this game and I have no idea why, they're obviously,
2: real. but they're I'm glad I glad John is on the positive side of I it. I kept waiting to he- find out what the thing that people hated was and then I finished the game. And then <laughs> I explain and then I explained to John the things people hated and John was just like yeah, whatever, those people are stupid. <laughs> I mean I don't think they're st- I don't think they're stupid. Like we have so- I like we have a friend in the chat who did not care for the ending. Yeah. Um, just, and, was... and again, it's the the way that the Zero Escape series presents its twists, especially in VLR and ZT and Zero Time Dilemma. They're meant to come very out of left field and they're meant to be kinda of wacky. Yeah. I think yeah. it's some kind of reason. They're, they're, um,
1: they're supposed to kind of hit you... Like, it's got a lot in common with the same feelings that, like, Danganronpa can give you. It's just yeah. like,
2: what? But so,
1: then there's all of the feasibility behind it, and then they explain everything, and it's all choreographed.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: So, it's all telegraphed I, from the I beginning. Get, ba- basically, I completely get how people could not like the, those kind of twists. I just don't really understand how you could... Really dislike the twists in this game, but really like the twists in VLR because yeah. I think they're a lot they're, sillier. <laughs> they require five hours of explanation.
3: Yes,
0: <laughs>
2: that's, that's a twist. <laughs> that's a twist. Um, so, but and then there's the and then there's the very last thing. There's a thing where people I think wanted you to have a choice, and you don't have a choice, and I think it's very. Kind of obvious with the story that you shouldn't have a choice there. Yeah, so. like
1: that's not your choice to make, dog. It's it goes back to the whole the Last of Us thing, where it's <laughs> just like that's uh, yeah. that's not your choice anymore. Mm-hmm. I've n- I've noticed people
0: tend to get uh real antsy about choice and your choices mattering in games because they want to feel important. Because like life is strange is another one that pisses people off when it's like hey none of this mattered yeah it can be (laughs) like like the telltale game still being like this game is tailored by how you play
1: and your choices matter like they still put that at the front of every game even though that
0: illusion has been shattered a long time yeah
1: like the illusion of like presenting the illusion of choice and making it uh believable i mean it's something that was obviously covered by the stanley parable honestly
3: Mm
2: -hmm. yeah yeah and then more stuff covered by the Beginner's
1: Guide. <laughs> and more stuff covered by the Beginner's Guide, yeah. But, uh, but I think that, like, the Zero Escape games in particular kind of defy those conventions a lot.
3: mm mm-hmm.
0: Because it sounds like you basically have to make every choice eventually in these mm-hmm. to get all the endings. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's not a matter of, like, I'm just going to play through, and then I got the blah, blah, blah ending, and that's it. Yeah. Like, that's not how it goes. You're trying to uncover
2: the entire plot, and the point is to experience the entire story. Yeah. I don't play these games or, you know, this, this kind of game in general because I want to make the choices I would want to make. I want to see characters. I want to know what kind of choices they would make. Yeah. I want to see characters, see the what... When I'm presented by two choices in a narrative video game like this, it's because this character has that capacity to make those two choices. Mm -hmm. And that informs my understanding of them. It's not choice for choice's sake. It's not choice for, oh, now I can... I'm making a... I'm imprinting myself on this narrative. It's very... I'm so important. Mm. And the thing with Zero Time Dilemma is...
1: The entire point of nearly every decision game is life is simply unfair isn't it it's all probability because there are some times where you make a choice and the ch- the outcome is completely random
2: there's a lot of those that th- yeah that was such a weird change from so, feeling when the we Earth's think just, about the oh. thing when we think about the thing people get pissed off about mm-hmm.
1: they're missing the point of zero time dilemma
2: mm-hmm yeah it makes sense to me oh that's good that's a good reading yeah they, they yeah zero hammers home that line line a lot.
1: Life is simply unfair. Don't Oof. you think?
2: <laughs> the Zero is so different from the Zero in the second game. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Zero is, I, like, I missed Zero the Third when, uh, when I started playing Zero Time Dilemma, but, like, then I realized mm. someone like Zero the Third would not fit into, uh, Zero Time Dilemma at all.
2: <laughs> Plus we've had Zero the Third story.
1: Yeah, we had zero the third story and we've got you know we have all the monokumas of the world that we named in Dang and Rompa. <laughs> yeah. Zero the, zero the third Zero the third is kind bear of bear ass. Pardon. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> fluffy bear ass. Well, like zero the third's a bunny bear <laughs> oh, ass. Oh, really? I
0: had yeah. no idea.
1: Yeah, zero the Third's just like kind of a bunny projection of zero. Mm. Weird. They kind of share that theme, because, like, the creators of Zero Time Dilemma, or not, or, or VLR, and uh, yeah. Van rompa they're good friends, and they kind of share that Monokuma, Zero the Third kind of thing. Cool. I saw someone on Gaff be like, why would you recommend one, fans of one play the
0: other? I'm like, what? Aren't they, like, pretty similar? They're,
1: they're similar, um, but I think but, like, that, like, there's not, like, choices and narrative and fucking around with the system... Uh, uh, in in Danganronpa, it's it's very much like a murder mystery kind of thing, and, whereas uh,
2: Danganronpa like, is very linear. In yeah, in and how it tells its story.
1: And and the Zero Escape
2: series is more about lots of meta fuckery. Hmm. Yeah. So that was my when I played the Danganronpa games, and I, I had finished VLR, um, started Zero Time Dilemma, and I was starting to feel a little bit disenfranchised. I think because. Um, VLR ends on that extended cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really go for like the super in there's lots and, and lots of emotional moments in VLR. Yeah. It doesn't go for the same kind of big, intense character catharsis that you get in something like it not at least not as overtly as in something like Dangarampa has constantly. Yeah,
1: Dangarampa like, is always playing with your emotions and making you feel things.
2: Yeah, and, um, 999 even has that with its yeah <laughs> ending more, yeah, so absolutely. I feel like that's still probably the most, well, I don't know, it's hard to say. Um, the twin's ending, and this one got to me pretty hard. Yeah, um, it's real good. Um, so, Danganronpa plays, is very deliberately emotional, very much playing with very much character focus throughout, um... And it's very linear. There's not really much metafuckery going on. There is some. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always lands real good. Yeah, they land that shit so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's starting to feel like... Oh, so I've got this one series for feelings, and I've got this one series for mechanics and metafuckery, and I know which one of those I like a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I think, part of why I was kind of slow coming back to Zero Time Dilemma as I was starting to think maybe I just didn't really get the series very well. Mm -hmm. I think playing through Zero Time Dilemma, though, um, I think the idea that it's not full of feelings is ridiculous because every single one of those choices is completely grounded in the characters around you in the moment. Yeah. Everyone is... Emoti. Everyone has stakes. Everybody's in danger.
1: Everybody's scared. Everybody's got emotions, and they're Everyone's all, the yeah, they're all gonna spill out along with like yeah. a lot of blood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Danganronpa is still more the series for like big overt feelings. Yeah. But Zero Time Dilemma is completely, and Zero Escape is completely rooted in humans and human emotions and. Just because it also loves puzzles and loves making stories that function as puzzles mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it doesn't care about humans. Yeah. And yeah. I I think that the two series are equals and contemporaries, and I really like them both a lot. Uh, I couldn't have put it better myself.
0: Cool. So, would uh, you recommend fans of one play the other? <laughs> I would
2: recommend the fans of yeah, one. Yeah, I still like the other.
1: If you really like one, you're probably going to have a good time with the other. It's Absolutely, still like- I think both. Like, I think the crossover yeah. between both series is pretty. Like, like the crossover potential is pretty easy. Yeah, like there's yeah, it's we're gonna brainer.
2: We're gonna grab Nonary Games the second we get the chance, so I can play through, play through them. I think. I'd They're really love, love to do a. Spoiler,
1: I'd really love to do a spoiler cast series on that, on the Zero Escape series at some point. Yeah. like those games are worth talking about and dissecting mm. and going over. Mm-hmm. So, so Polly, yo,
0: without spoilers, they totally ruined the final puzzle nine 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 in the new one. Kinda, yeah.
2: That sucks. I, I googled it, and it looks like they just changed the puzzle itself. It's it's, the, it's so an entirely pretty. different puzzle, and it's a real dumb puzzle. uh. And it
1: kind of like it doesn't ruin the emotional moment, because okay. there's a lot of emotion in that final scene, regardless of what you're doing. yeah, because I played it on the phone
2: with no puzzle. <laughs> yeah, so oh, it's, yeah. it's still totally fine. Is it better it's, than no Is it better than no puzzle? Yes. okay,. Cool. <laughs> you've got
1: to have that moment, like there's got to yeah. be a puzzle in that moment, and when you play it, Rhett <laughs> Rhett, when are you gonna play zero escape? When I get some money. When you get some that's money. That's a pretty answer. Listen to this guy, <laughs> Mr. Moneybags over here. Throwing around Twitch subscriptions like it ain't no damn thing. I don't
0: pay for those. those are, that's what's funny. That's <laughs> fucking funny.
1: Buddy. So Escape is certifiably, like, amazing. And we need Rhett on board so that yeah, it can, so like that it can be SoxCast approved.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think two out of three is a good vote metric. At those games. No, nope, nope, it's not I, you such know such know as what? As I haven't even played them. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with these being Sonic's Gaster proof. Like, <laughs> Ropa 2 is something that, like, I don't have to play as to already know I like
1: it. Oh, you're gonna love Danganronpa as well. Like, yeah, and admittedly, when you talk about like it being the more cathartic emotional, mm-hmm. stuff, you're gonna like, lo- like those big emotional things. Bit more. Yeah, I think you'll definitely, yeah. I think you'll definitely lean more towards that. They got uh, Danganronpa V, uh, Danganronpa uh, One and Two Reloaded on PS4. Uh, yeah, and you can probably start finding that like really cheap soon. I would imagine. Mm-hmm.
0: There's really cheap, and then there's ret cheap. Oh, <laughs>
1: okay. Like, this is a guy who... <laughs> hey, ahead. if
2: you like her lullaby, you should probably check out these games.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I think they fit in. Like, I
2: mean, there's obvious inspiration there. Oh, yes. There's there's There are a couple moments playing Zero Time Lullaby where it was like, oh, cool, I ripped off a game that I didn't know existed <laughs> that I hadn't played yet.
1: I kept my mouth shut. Oh, I kept God. my mouth shut in those moments, too.
2: <laughs> it worked out yeah it works out like hey her
1: lullaby wears its inspiration on its sleeve like but i don't think that it ever outright copies anything so
2: i think that i think it's really funny that when we put that on the on the one forum they were like this is weird because it's not the high school nice thing but then what are the and then the most popular visual novels here in the states are pretty much dying zero escape phoenix Wright, yeah um, higurashi
1: yeah, Higurashi's got a... Um, I, I see Echo pop up a lot, too, but Echo can go jump off a fucking well, bridge. Well, Echo, the first
0: five or so chapters...
2: They're pretty really good. good! They're pretty good!
0: I almost I mean, jumped if you in just... that
2: before it wrapped up. Uh, I'm
0: glad that... Oh, see, I love the... I, I really, really liked the first half of that series. Mm-hmm. And then the ending
1: just walked off a cliff. Yeah, it didn't walk off a cliff. It shoved everybody that was invested in that story off of a cliff.
0: But then the last episode was so like distracting it with just anime bullshit, like the fights between Burn and Lambda Delta. Like that was it. Got so stupid, but great. Whatever. I mean, but then it's yeah, it, like dumb. called its readers idiots. Yeah, it's like haha, ha, ha,
1: you want the answer to a mystery? You're stupid. You're, and a dumb, the man- you're a dumb, nameless goat.
0: <laughs> and then the manga version of the 8th chapter was just like, by the way, here's the answer, fine, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God. Yeah. So Zero Escape is good. Visual novels are good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that I finished Rep it up in this series. I should play Phoenix Wright at some point. You, have you never played any of those? Um, I, I played the first half of Phoenix Wright 1 a couple times. <laughs> oh, the first half is like... That game goes
0: places.
1: Yeah, like, that's the, first half the, is, the first half is warm-up for that first game. Yeah. It's, like... And then you get I to the special the case. case. Yeah. And, yeah. Then you, and then you get to the special case
2: at the mm. end of the game, and I mean, it's just, all oh, this series is gonna be good. The one that they added into... Um, the DS version. Said, the yeah. one they added into the DS version is, like, Peak. Oh, God. It's, it's so good. I mean, good. the special case practically could have just been called Phoenix Wright 2.
0: Yeah. Like, it's practically... Better than the sequel itself. Yeah, I mm. do not like
1: Justice for All much at
2: all. But then all. the third
0: game is really the good. The third
2: game is so good! Do they have like a thick continuity or is it.? Yeah. No. Okay, so I might right. play them. There's I'll continuity in time.
1: that series, definitely.
2: Cool. Just like I need to play Neptunia 2 first. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, yeah, and also the Phoenix Wright guy made Ghost Trick, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All better. best game ever, so... Oh, wait,
3: anyway, that is... Their- that
2: ghost Trick is cast approved Yes. Yeah, cool. Good shit. All right. Polly, Yo! What have you been up to lately? Not a whole lot. Speedrunning. <laughs> I've
1: still been doing, like, speed running, though, because I've mostly yeah. been pretty damn busy, uh, so I haven't had a lot Polly of time. Polly was like,
0: I love Super C. I'm going to speed run Super C, and I'm like, you're not going to love it after you nope. try speed running nope. it.
1: Turned out yeah, I didn't took like about it. half
0: an hour. Took about- I hate this game.
1: Yeah. Like, I, that is not a speed game that I will stream. Like, I can't stream that. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot stream that at all. Like, I can't stream games like that that are really hard and try to do a speed run because, like, I swear to God, when I was playing that on stream, I was like, man, why does everything feel like it's moving so slow? And it's just like, yeah. no, my mind was literally just <laughs> freaking out was basically it. Weird. So, I had a disaster of a stream uh, playing okay. Super C. It was pretty bad. I've still got a time posted for it, though. I've still got a 1544 that I can easily whittle down to about 14... 1430.
0: Yeah. So Super C's a little bit longer than Contra.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a little longer. Um, and I'm still going to be doing that. Like, I will only be just doing those offline and posting those on my YouTube channel Uh, But then, after that disaster stream, I was like, fuck speedrunning, I'm done, I hate it, I'm not cut out for this bullshit, let's play random video games, and for some reason, don't ask me even why.
0: I was about to ask why. I don't know why I did this. It was especially weird that it was like two hours after the Super C stream, you just posted like a top three score for
1: Bad Dudes. Yeah, I jumped into Bad Dudes for some reason. Like, why am I playing bad dudes? Didn't even have any time to learn it. Just knew that game. Yeah, I just... (laughs) I went in. I, like... That was my first fucking run. (laughs) And I posted an 1811, which was enough to get me third. And I was just like, what? Why am I decent at bad games, but shitty at good games? So... (laughs) over the course of, like, the next few days, I just kind of grinded it down and I'm now down to a 16-18. That's crazy. Yeah, like, my first time was posted three days ago, according to (laughs) speedrun.com.
2: And now you're the second best player in the world at bad (laughs) dudes? At bad dudes. At fucking bad dudes! Why bad dudes? What was that game that Nate speedrunned over and over again? That who did? It was like um, Nate Zine Toto, it was like, um, it was the Moose and Squirrel game. Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, think I think he speed ran that over and over again.
1: Yeah, for some reason, I don't even know why I picked Bad Dudes. I can't explain it! It was Providence! It has to have been Providence, because I just, like, loaded up Bad Dudes, I made splits for it, and I just started running it. And then I got the time, and it was just like, wait a minute, why did this happen? And, like, I've only got, like, 20 attempts at bad dudes now. So, like, and I finished at least 10 of them. Some of them with lesser times, and then, obviously, my PB times. So, I'm okay at fucking bad dudes for some reason. Holly, the bad dude whisperer. Why is... <laughs> look, honestly, Just I don't... I, I can't explain it. I don't know spin why. Spin
0: kick your way to victory. I
1: spin kick my way to victory, and I, I never leave home without my nunchucks. That said though, like and, and I can actually stream Bad Dudes and not get mad. Like because it's like it a seems fairly like a
0: much easier game.
1: It's a relaxed run. Like it's yeah. still it's still a difficult run just because of how janky that fucking game feels. If you don't believe me, load up Bad Dudes NES sometime. Yeah, I've never sometime. Actually played it. Load it up and and play it because man, it's not a treat to play. <laughs> Your character moves at like Maybe ten frames a second. Like I think I think the only thing in that game that actually moves at sixty frames a second are like the scrolling backgrounds and the poop water in the sewer. Weird. Everything else, like that's not me recording bad. That's not OBS not recording it right. That's how that game looks. That's how that and like everything feels weird and it's slightly delayed a little bit and like, you've kinda gotta cheese all the bosses and keep them off screen. <laughs> like there's this thing the boss of stage six, if the boss of stage six gets out of that corner, it's over, I'm dead. <laughs> Cause there's no way to fight that guy legit at all. Like, I don't think anybody's ever actually seen him in my in my runs. <laughs> just because, like, in order to beat him I have to stand to the right of the screen and hammer on the punch button to to keep hitting him with nunchucks in the face ten times until he dies
2: (laughs) the novice child speedrunner climbs up the mountain in Tibet climbs up the mountain over the course of a year reaches the peak where Polly is sitting cross-legged teach me, teach me to speedrun pat dudes (laughs) okay okay you will learn. <laughs> you will learn. And then you spin kick him. <laughs> and then I spin kick him. The spin kick in that you
1: game's have much real good. To learn. The spin kick in that game's real good, though. He's <laughs> just so twirly, and it's got this great helicopter sound to it when you do it.
2: Really? It's a pretty underrated game when you think about it. Oh, it's absolutely. It's neat little classic game.
1: Oh, yeah. Contraforce speedrun win. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm right on that. Contraforce. I'll get right on that. Don't you worry. <laughs> that game. Like, but I guess I have like a love hate relationship with it now because like I've played it this I've played it probably more in my life than I did growing up now in the last week. Oh, bad dudes. Yeah, bad dudes. So Yeah,
0: it's just a hate relationship with
1: yeah, Contra Force. With ba- yeah. With mm-hmm. with Contra Force it's just straight up no. Get out get out of my house. Is
2: the arcade version of Bad Dudes any good? Is the arcade version good? It's decent. It's not bad. I thought I remember hearing like so it's it's like one of those cases where it's got kind of a weird port. So there was like,
1: like uh,
3: Data East was not known.
1: Data East was not known for real good arcade ports. Like their arcade ports are kind of yeah. crummy. Um,
2: I remember Data East, and I just think of all those years spent playing Joe and Mac on the SNES. But, yeah, but like, I think,
0: yeah uh, that uh, wasn't. Sports got better because yeah, it was more comparable hardware.
1: Yeah, like it was very similar to the hardware setup that they used at the time. But, like, fucking shit like the Robocop game or. Uh, that game's miserable. Yeah. Um, so, so, when are you speedrunning it? Oh, absolutely. I get right on it. <laughs> how do you speedrun Robocop when he literally walks like two pixels a second?
0: Hey, some speedruns are like thirteen hours long.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet the Robocop speedrun. It's like an hour long to finish all four stages. <laughs>
2: Castlevania run, tool assisted speedrun, twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Castlevania Adventure.
0: <laughs> I mean yeah, that's another game where your walk speed is just I love that not that's good.
2: the that's the task. That's the tool assisted yeah. run. I wonder what the... I bet the run for Hydlide is pretty competitive. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, that's the thing about speedrunning now, is people will go after just
0: anything possible. I
1: mean, I'm like, playing fucking bad dudes. Come on. <laughs> yep. Adventures the Cookie and Cream speedrun. There you when? go. There you go. But, I, but, like, it's kind of, like, made me think, like... You know, maybe, like, trying to just seclude myself to only games that I've watched my friends play and stuff like that since I got into the retro community. Maybe I'm just, like, not thinking outside the box. Maybe I can play, like, really weird things. Like, I kind of want to do NARC. I mean, that's a weird game. Yeah. Um, Worm turning to the center of the earth. Oh, absolutely. That game's a gem. I thought um, you were going to say, restricting
0: myself to games I actually like.
1: No, I can't do that. No,
2: because you like Contra and Super C, but... Mm-hmm. yeah, But then I then can't
1: play go, them. But like, right. the if I play shit like bad dudes, like, hey, yeah. I'm guaranteed to be a... You know, somebody can look at my page on speedrun.com and think,
2: oh, wow, she might be good. <laughs> no, it's just a fluke.
1: The
0: good dumb
2: man. I should I should speedrun Adventures of Mike Man 2. There you go. It's That's doable. a pretty short
0: run. I, bet I know. Do
3: it. Do it. Get that, some... Get
0: have I talked about the time of, like, a whole bunch of kids, sp- air quotes, speed ran, press space to win?
1: is <laughs> like, literally it, like, the dumbest thing.
0: It's because that's not a game. You literally can hold the space bar to get the per- frame perfect Yeah, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't even seem to realize that. They were just, like, mashing space manually. Yeah. And then posting, like, frame improvements. Like, oh, this run is 3.33. Six nine seconds. It's so so. I dumb. just posted a video where I edited the game on the title screen to when you press space, it just goes to the end. And I'm like, look, check out this 0.0000 run. Pa- I-, I win, fuckers.
1: Because <laughs> you get speed you could, right, right, You could speed run Operation KATB. There you go. Oh, you What's just gotta that? route it out, What's route it right? out.
0: We just got to speed run each other's games. There we go. John yeah. will do Mike Man. I'll do KTB, and P- Polly can do uh, 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 Hunters. Maybe yeah, that's a short one. Oh, absolutely,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's a nice <laughs> short think, one. I don't think Kikai would make for a very rewarding speed run. No, probably not. No. <laughs> oh yeah, no. auto scroller. Sir, <laughs> just got to figure out how to beat the end boss Speed run
0: sports. Frog Adventure.
2: There you go. Yeah, that yeah. would be that would I'm actually be fun. That would yeah. actually be fun. And it's short. Yeah. Video games are good. Our video games are the best video games. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Adventures of Mike Man Two is just up there
1: with the greats. <laughs> it's the it's the upper echelon of indie entertainment. Mm. Especially that original version where the controls oh stank and Rhett got all pissy when people tried to tell him. <laughs> oh man, I tried that. I really like. I really
0: like. I really like
2: the updated version. I'm glad you made it.
0: It's just so funny when you were telling me, like, oh, yeah, the updated version, it's, like, it's so light and breezy in these stages, you get by them in, like, three seconds. It's like, yeah, because in the original one, like, each stage would take, like, multiple minutes because you moved so slowly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I played that first, like, the first two worlds, and I was like, I need to go make it this video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <gasps> God, life is good.
1: Yeah, it can be. Like, some people, they've got riches... Some people, oh, they got so they got women. Me, I got bad dudes. <laughs> so you
2: fall asleep at night, just reach over, touch a cartridge. Yeah, just, just like become a- that,
0: that bad yeah. dudes will always be with me. You yeah. need to get a cartridge to so yeah. do like. Well, I have the
1: cartridge. Complex. I just need a capture uh, device. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're one step closer. Yeah, I just need to get the capture so, device. I own the game.
2: How much so bad how- dudes merchandise could one person collect? You can make the bad dude shrine in one in a room. You can make have, like, you can make old... a bad dude shrine in one purchase. Well, you yeah. need the arcade. The ar- you need the, the arcade, arcade game. machine. All, I've, what's I've the, had one of there. those before, so. There you go. I think there was a um there was a Wii collect data East collection that had bad dudes, <laughs> bad dudes on it. So dudes on it yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I bet there's a lot of merch. Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: so, how far ahead of you is the world record though about now about a minute and a half oh that's so less it's than like it was earlier f- yeah. so it's like it's 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 all in spawn manipulation because like that game's got a weird way of handling how it spawns in enemies and like how you can work with that to also do lag reduction and stuff like that and I'm pretty sure that there are some uh faster kills on bosses that I'm not getting um. Hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna chase the world record because my goal was just yeah. to get my goal was just to get sub 1630, mm-hmm. uh, and I did that this morning. So awesome, cool. At tw- after 20 20 minutes after waking up, just wake <laughs> up, get a PB, <laughs> and uh, then like yeah. the rest of the stream was I just like I was just like, well, well, what do I do the rest of the stream? I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just planned to sit here for two hours and grind bad dudes, but like
2: my third <laughs> attempt, it was done. Alright, so it seems like there are games that are easier for this than Contra. Yeah. A bit, yeah. Yeah, just a tiny bit. Alright, so there are easier speedruns, so if it, it sounds like if the if their game is making you hate a thing, then there are other options, which is nice. Yeah, just go pick
1: a random game for no fucking reason.
0: Yeah,
2: like, Contra games have a reputation
1: for being hard.
3: Yeah. So they're trying to beat them bit. really
2: fast in this, without dying, basically. Yeah, it's specifically the not dying part. The not dying part is real essential. Yeah, because when you lose
0: the spread, you're just sitting duck, basically. Yeah,
1: you're a little mm-hmm. boned. Uh, you can still pull it back a lot easier in Super C than you can in Contra, but still, like if you die a long ways away from a spread gun in Super C, you're going to be yeah. feeling it. There are no base stages in Super C though, so that's good. That is good.
2: Operation C maybe. Like that's that, plus it's only five
1: stages. And Operation C's got like some good auto fire going on, so you don't have to mash.
2: Oh yeah. It's got auto fire. Um I remember the it feeling a little bit more memorizable yeah. than Super C. It's not quite as trolly. It's a little bit more static, I think, which could yeah. be nice. Yeah. I might look at. I it. like Operation C. I, I, like, I
1: think mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of like at least having a time for all of like the mainline Contra games or something.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like maybe Constance? not like super competitive or anything or mm-hmm. anything that's too crazy, but just like, hey, like here's a real fast time and here's a run that I'm happy with.
2: Yeah, I think that kicks yeah. ass. I think but, that's yeah. rad. Yeah, yeah, speedrunning's all
1: right. But yeah, I promise next time I'll actually do something cuz that's basically all I had time to do. Like I'm still I'm still playing Super Dimension Neptune, but I haven't finished it yet. Uh, but yeah. That's
2: kind of like that's basically all I've done, really, just cuz mm-hmm. real busy. Yeah, um, I'm having a lot of free times so that's very extremely stressful, so media has been kind of like <laughs> my way of keeping above water. <laughs> yeah, like oh. Consume your papers, your time to live or I will drown.
1: Consume, 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 <laughs> except at a rate that is much higher than was before.
2: Yep. Yeah. God, it's the way to stay sane sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good for that. Uh, so, pass it back to me now. I was going to pass it to Rhett, okay. actually. <laughs> I think mathematically we should pass it back to me. Though, you right? think mathematically
1: we should pass it back to you? I guess we should pass it to Rhett. You're right. All right. Rhett. Hi. I'm going to mathematically pass it to you. Okay. We've do been okay, doing Okay,
2: So we've
0: got a 33 third chance of it passing to me, and it looks like it landed on me this time. Because there's three of us.
1: <laughs> the numbers <laughs> don't much lie. Much.
0: And Polly knows she can't beat me, so I've got a 66.2. <laughs> oh, seven.
2: I thought you were making a zero escape joke. No. <laughs> it it kind of works for both actually. It does, though. <laughs> so although although I passed. Th- fast- Do you You have to listen to John talk more, or does Rhett finally get to talk?
0: Pass to John, pass to Rhett, and then you have to listen to a minute of us going, should we pass it to John or pass it to Rhett? (laughs) And after 70 seconds, it automatically passes to me.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: (laughs) And this is the route, I think this is the route to the good end, so this is probably the best. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, So, like Polly,
0: Mm -hmm. I haven't really done much (laughs) new. I've just still been playing The
1: Witcher 3, which might be a common thing for and that sounds, more episodes. Yeah, that sounds like a thing, that when people have podcasts yeah. and they play video games and then they play The Witcher 3, every podcast episode will then be about The Witcher 3. <laughs> a Witcher
0: 3 episode. So, I won't... There was things I didn't talk about last time and that I want to go over. Uh, I w- re-watched Super Bunny Hop's retrospective of the whole series that I think is really good. Mm-hmm. And... He opens with something that I've forgotten about. What's that? Which is Geralt dies at the end of the books. Oh. Oh. And right. the
3: games
1: all take place after the books. Uh, uh Rhett, Rhett, I have yeah. I have a question. Uh-huh. It's not really a question, it's more of an observation. Mm-hmm. That, uh <clears throat> that's not how death works. <laughs> so it's a long story, but basically,
0: I I thought that was super weird, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Geralt just kind of wakes up in the first game with amnesia, and then you have to kind of figure out what happened between the end of the books and the start of the first game. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole game series is basically fan fiction, though.
1: Uh, it's kind of like, like that one image of where, like, the book author, he writes the books and says, this is mine, and then... Oh yeah. C- CD Projekt Red comes in, <laughs> takes it, and says, This is mine. I make this now. I make this now. Because
0: apparently they're making comic books and stuff based off CD Projekt Red's version of The Witcher, and it's like,
1: Man, uh, that guy's gotta be so
0: pissed. <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah. So anyways, like, my whole point of the story is that the idea that in the canon version of things, Geralt died at the end of the books... Cast this weird, melancholy shadow over the whole game series for me, mm-hmm. where where it's kind of like none of this really happened. Yeah, like, and especially weird. in a series where events are bigger than you. Like these games are never about saving the world. Like there's political maneuverings and stuff in war that's just one man isn't really actually having any impact of that. No, like, not at all. No, like the tr- everything you oh, do in the cool. second game kind of doesn't matter when it comes into the third like even though you can import your save and some characters will be alive or dead like the larger story obviously doesn't change so it's just this weird kind of melancholy i guess of like oh yeah but in reality none of this happened none of this (laughs)
1: yeah like weird
0: yeah so but then i kind of did some more research into the book series so there's two books that are, like, collections of short stories about, like, monster hunts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was funny, because it's basically, oh, side quests are canon. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's literally, like, what amount to side quests in book form, (laughs) and that's how the series started. Mm -hmm. And then there's five... really fucking funny. Yeah. And then there's five books that are known as the Witcher Saga, which are, like, one big continuous story. And... The thing, So, the ending of those apparently is much more ambiguous, though, than just saying, Geralt dies. Because, mm. like, the story is being narrated by another character, and she says something sarcastic at the end, like, And then they lived happily ever after. Wink, wink. Oh. So, it's really not, like, 100% confirmed in just the books that he died. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, was,
1: was very injured towards the end. Um, mm-hmm. So now we're playing in his fever dream, yeah. Como thing. <laughs> Squall is dead. Dot com. Oh there
2: God! I was, that's a more accessible reference, probably <laughs> than Mulholland tracks That's a pro- yeah. yeah, probably given the audience.
0: <laughs> so then I kind of looked up like the exact timeline of the end of the books into the first game. There's some stuff that happens between them that I guess gets referenced in the first game where he loses his memory. So it's like, okay, this this is a little more tasteful of a transition than I initially thought. Mm. And that's cool. And, like, some of that stuff actually ends up coming into play in the third game, where they're kind of wrapping everything up. Yeah. Like, this series almost feels like Mass Effect, where, like, the second game is just kind of a diversion.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. Uh-huh. It's a real good diversion. Yeah. But it's a diversion.
0: Yeah. But, like... Witcher 1 and Witcher 3 are all about this group called the Wild Hunt.
3: Mm -hmm. And
0: they, like, barely get referenced in the second game, so I thought that was kind of weird. And, like, they are directly responsible for his amnesia in the first game. Oh. So, you fight them in the third one, which is called Witcher 3 the Wild Hunt. (laughs) See, I thought
1: the Wild Hunt just meant, oh, like, a big part of this game is hunting monsters. Uh, That's what I thought the Wild Hunt meant. I
0: know, it's a weird title. Like, they're literally just a bunch of, like, pirate skeletons.
1: Oh, like, okay. That are
0: that are evil. But apparently, once you get to know them, their They're motivations are, are a bit more nuanced. Once you, once you, get, down, once
1: you get down to yeah. the bone
0: about it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, the other thing in the timeline is that, for, through all the books, Geralt has a girlfriend named Yennefer. Yennefer, yeah. And then... She also gets amnesia at the start of the first game, and then they're split up for a long time. Mm -hmm. So in the games, you date another girl named Triss. Yeah. And then between games two and three, he gets his memory back, and Triss breaks up with him because she felt like she was taking advantage of Of his amnesia. Yeah, I remember that. She knew. She knew. Oh, he actually has a girlfriend. I'm just being kind of... Oh, wow. What a a scumbag. Yeah. (laughs) So Witcher 3, speaking of player choice... Let's you choose who you want to be with. Whoa! So and I just so I've heard it. it always goes that like people who only play the games prefer Triss because she was in the first two. Yeah. And people who read the books prefer Yennefer. Mm-hmm. So I went with Triss, of course, because uh, I'm like I liked her in the first, in the second game, and she shows hot, up first. Who's hotter? I mean, that's they're both pretty hot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you go with for the redhead? Yes. That's Triss. Alright, boom. Done. And she she's she's more fun. Like Yennefer is really kind of a, an abrasive bitch. <laughs> uh, damn. So anyways, like I choose Triss if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So then in the third air the third major area is the one where Yennefer is kinda hanging around you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, boy, the, the breakup scene is coming eventually, isn't it? <laughs> and when it came, I was really not ready. Oh, no. It's, she's like, hey, I've got something important to ask you. Why don't you come over to my place? And then we do the side quest where she's, like, chasing after a genie. Uh-huh. Because apparently in the books, they make a ton of references to, like, past adventures that I presume happen in the books. Like, it's super, like, wink and nod. Like, hey, this is all, like... Connected. This is all story-wise. connected.
2: This is our this world is so that we created. That, it's yeah. so weird that this whole this has so much, in my knowledge of the series, that it's yeah. based on this extensive series of books from another country. Yeah, it's really neat.
0: It's the saga is quite long at this point to just try to read all the books, then play all the games. Yeah,
2: yeah, especially since the games are a million years long. You could probably read most of the, the books in the time it takes. To the second play game actually is Witcher that long. Three.
0: Okay. The third game is may mm-hmm. never end. <laughs> They're just making it at a pace faster than people can finish yeah,
1: it. Yeah, we don't even know if there's
0: credits. We, yeah. We're we really not sure. <laughs> so in this quest, you're chasing after a genie because Yennefer wants to break a previous genie's wish that Geralt made, which was for them to be together forever. Uh-huh. Aww. Aww. But me, as the player, is already like... Let's do it! Let's oh, do it! Press the button! I'm, I'm totally breaking up with her. So, you find this genie, you break the previous wish, and then she's like, Oh, I still love you. Nothing's changed. Oh, no. And then you get a dialogue Ugh. box that's just like, Yes, I still love you, too. Or the second option is just, I don't want to be with you anymore. Damn! I'm <laughs> just like... Neptune has left. Oh, God. I'm just like, I had already decided on this, but the fact that it, like, you do this whole side quest to resolve it and then have to just pull the bandaid off so harshly. Hey, that's that's, that's relationships. That's breaking
2: up. That's breakups for
1: you. (laughs) God. They're not easy. easy.
0: I did actually get spoiled on one thing in the game, is that if you try to play both, you end up with no one. Nice though, so you cannot...
1: <laughs> you can't actually so, be a Persona 5 main character. Yeah. Or practically anything main character. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I told her, it's over. It's over! Yep! Gotcha. And she is just like... Livid? What? And then just, like, a bunch of her dialogue options after that are just like, we've got nothing else to talk about. Oh, she god damn! Like, it's really... <laughs> You feel
1: shitty. So they, like, really rub it in and make you feel it. Yeah, but that's what was going to happen. That's kind of, like, what those kind of scenes need, though.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's
1: good. Yeah, it was... Fuck. Like, if a game's going to go that far to present yeah. a relationship that, it ha- that has those complexities, if yeah. there's going to be a blow-off moment like that, yeah. I absolutely want it to be as harsh as it sounds like it was portrayed. Yeah, it was definitely, like... She is just, like, not
0: having any of my shit anymore. She's just like, it's over. Like, fine. Fuck you. Oh, that's good. And you deserve so, it! Oh, but I get Triss now. That's a good G- point.
1: Kill Like I said, deserved. Get the hot redhead.
0: <laughs> Always get the hot redhead. God. Okay, so the other
1: insane thing...
0: Uh, You know how quests give you a lot of experience in this game, and that's the main way you level up? Yeah. (laughs) I leveled up at the start of a sex scene.
1: (laughs) That's so good!
0: (laughs) It was like a shot of a lighthouse, and I'm like, I know what they're doing up there, and then it just pops up up on the screen (laughs)
3: level 20!
0: Yep, (laughs) (laughs) great. there's, like, this
1: dun 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 sound. <laughs> Sometimes video games are gloriously uh, wacky God, in the, the ways we don't expect. That's so good. That's so good. So,
0: aside from that, I'm still technically on Act 1. Oh, my <laughs> God. Even though, like, I could basically, I think, move on to Act 2 at this point. I'm just, like, kind of clearing up some side quests.
1: That's what they always say. It-
0: I know, it just keeps on going Like, the main quest so far Has kind of been like You're looking for a girl who's basically Your adopted daughter, Siri. Mm -hmm. So you go to each of these areas to be like Yo, Siri here? And then you kind of get the information And it goes, the way it's kind of structured Is that like, halfway through those quests You'll know if she's there or not Yeah And then you can move on But like, the plot of the other characters Just keeps going They keep pulling you in Yeah so like that's all technically marked as side quests but I think they might affect the ending if you finish them all out I and it's just you. like the one in the second ending just, or the second area just kept on going <laughs> where it's like after you already know okay like here's where she went to go do that now it's just like oh by the way can you help me with this thing some and of then, these like,
1: quest like, lines are as long as games themselves crazy
0: it sounds then,
2: like, like less of a this is like a three or four seasons of a TV show basically yeah, it's just as a game, it's
0: crazy. Dang. Because like this one, in the second area, this one side quest line just kept going and going, and then after you finish that up, another one just appears, like with these totally unrelated characters. But it's like, hey, you had to do this other one first, yeah, and then
1: they just that keep game stacking. is setting some things
0: up that I'm not sure it's going to pay off on because it hasn't yet, but I hope it does.
1: Find out in the DLC. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I don't. I've heard one of the DLC you're actually supposed to play after beating the game
1: oh right, right. and one,
0: and again like the DLC is marked like level 30 yeah. plus yeah. I'm like still 21
1: just go have some more sex
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no well there's no none more with Yennefer no more with Yennefer that's for sure <laughs> that's for sure I think there's another you blew that but she
1: ain't DCs, blowing though. you anymore
0: <laughs> it's Just, it's not that explicit thank god <laughs>
2: The series sounds really cool. It it's doesn't an, it, sound. It's a
0: really interesting series when you get it into really, like, all the books and the lore and stuff.
2: It really doesn't sound like it's a bunch of like MMO side quests. It doesn't oh, no. seem like, like that kind of The quests are game. really good. Yeah, like, it seems again, like there there there's one writing and characters and shit.
0: Yeah, there was one I did last night that started kind of like fetch questy, but like by the end I was like, that was like a really good story. This kind of self-contained vignette mm-hmm. that took yeah. about an hour. Good shit. All right, cool. Witcher 1 seems to be more like Witcher 3 in that it's kind of a big open-world thing, but, like, gameplay-wise...
1: yeah,
2: it's, a, it's well so well.
1: obtuse. No, I think
2: I, I think... I still feel like I jumped to Witcher 3.
3: Still. Yeah.
1: Damn.
2: All right.
0: I liked Witcher 2, but it's a very different from the other ones where it's much more kind of linear-focused. Yeah. Okay. And, like, the big thing in Witcher 2 was that about halfway through the game there's a choice, and that choice majorly affects the rest of the game yeah because yeah. you again you take a side and then it's like okay the other side is just completely unavailable for the rest of the game yeah Witcher
2: two fates
0: yeah. basically <laughs> the one thing that kind of sucks is that like one of the characters involved in the choice in witcher 2 shows up in witcher 3 and is totally chummy with you again it's like eh, i kind of oh. blew you off in the second game oh dang but, I mean, there's there's really a limit to what they can do and like... Yeah, like, they can't cover all those bases. They they kind of reference it, too, where he's like, Oh, that shit? That doesn't even matter anymore. Our country doesn't exist. Who cares? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. alright. But, like, there's some characters that can and can't... Or can't die in the second game that just don't show up. period in the three. Yeah. And people are upset about that, but it's like,
1: eh. Like, with a game this big, you're already uh, getting enough people. Come on. It's...
0: yeah... And, like, this series never really set out to be Mass Effect no. in any way. Like, it just kind of mm. happened. Oh, the other dumb thing is that there's one thing in the second game, like, there's one thing in the third game that you can only ever get by playing the second game and importing a save. Mm-hmm. And that's the tattoo on Geralt's neck mm-hmm. that you get in the side quest where he gets, like, completely smashed drunk. <laughs> I remember getting that in the second game and they give you an option and they're like, oh, do you want to erase that? And I'm like, nah, this is dumb. I love it. And then it shows up in the third game. A couple of years later, I'm like, oh my God. That's... I should have erased that thing. It's really tacky. What is <laughs> it? It's just like a woman holding a chalice or something. Oh my oh, God. <laughs> there's a naked woman on his neck forever.
2: <laughs> That's similar and to like, the actual experience of getting drunk and getting a bad tattoo.
0: And it's Another especially weird because, like in Witcher Three. There's like kind of the simulate your previous save stuff, yeah, where mm-hmm. you can like be asked questions about the second game, like, oh, this character lived, this character died, but this is like one thing they don't let you choose yeah, over. Yeah,
1: that's pretty be good.
0: The way to get it, to import the save. That's pretty oh, that's good.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so that's fucking good. <laughs> that's Witcher Three update. Witcher Three update. Like I said, prepare for a lot of these throughout the rest of the yeah. year and throughout Red's life
0: because <laughs> he'll never stop talking never ends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh do you want a story about my dad yes I always want a story about your dad I could edit this in at some point but whatever yes uh, I will tell so... me a story it's
0: Rhett's dad time <laughs> okay so he he's the movie guy like I'm a chip off the old block except for me it turned into video games but he's the movie guy mhm he he loves collecting movies and stuff. So he goes to these yard sales or not yard sales, uh, flea markets, mm-hmm. and he sees cheap DVD bins, like fifty cents to like a dollar each.
3: <laughs> yeah. So he
0: comes home with like thirty dollars worth <laughs> of fifty cent DVDs, <laughs> and he lays them all out and he's showing them to me. And I notice he has a very specific thing that he does. So like one after another, he shows me all these movies, and I'm like. Do you realize every single DVD like 9 out of like or like 29 out of 30 of them he literally just goes title of movie name of the main actress and then moves oh. on. <laughs> That's his only thought about these movies is like Kirsten Dunstin's in it. Yeah, Angelina Jolie's in this one. Okay, move on. oh Emma Stone. Move on. Oh, it's your girl, uh, Rachel McAdams. Like, that's all he said. I'm like, holy shit, you have just this one-track horny mind. (laughs)
2: Like, how
0: could the only thing? So I guess I'm kind of Chip off the old block.
1: but it's just like,
0: I'm not as horny as (laughs) this, (laughs) fucker.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Not in the same way where he, like, literally can't focus on anything besides... Like, <laughs> okay, you know the new movie, The Mummy, that came out? There's a new mummy? Oh, man, you didn't even hear about I didn't people. know
1: about that, no.
0: Critics hated it. They gave it, like, a 20 or something. Okay. On- on we see that movie, and I didn't particularly like it. And he's like, that movie was a 95. And I'm like, what? what? But then... All he can talk about... So the mummy's a girl in
1: this one.
2: And she's actually super hot. Okay. All he can
0: talk about is how hot the mummy was. And I'm like, you are just so... Like in the new Power Rangers movie, he's just talking about the girl who played Rita. I'm just like, oh my god. You are so single-minded. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) I'm like, Suicide Squad. Best movie ever because of, you know... What was her? I Rob... Robbie Margo, I think. Yeah. yeah. As, like, that's all he's thinking about.
1: Wow! It's so crazy.
0: Encyclopedic knowledge of women in movies. Yeah. I'm so bad with actors. Like, I'll be like, oh, that's the guy from The Walking Dead. And my dad's like, that's fucking Marky Mark. And I'm like, what? Who? <laughs> like, I will re- regularly get, like, famous actors mixed up. Like, I'm so bad. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, for... Like, Scarlett Johansson and Charlize Theron is one I've mixed up multiple times. That's... Like, I'm really bad.
1: <laughs> I can kind of see that one. Yeah.
0: That's...
3: <laughs>
1: Chip off the old block!
0: So horny. <laughs> like, that... Just in, Yeah, like you said, encyclopedic knowledge of, like, every woman in movies right now. That's so crazy. I don't know if that's actually a good story for... <laughs>
2: I'll put it true. in anyway,
1: because like this is going to be a pretty short episode. Oh, true. <laughs> <Rett's> dead. Deadwatch!
0: <laughs> Chelsea Boo-hoo. will like that part. And then yeah. be really creeped out by it afterwards. And be a little squicked out. <laughs> okay, so John,
2: what you been up to? Uh, I've been playing pretty much the most fun games in the world. Oh, I know what these are. Gosh, Sonic oh. games! Oh, God. Oh, yeah,
0: man. that's That's why the cover art That's why the cover art
2: this week is Sonic. Yeah. Boom.
0: Mm. Oh, Sonic Boom.
2: <laughs> so a couple, so several months ago, I one credit cleared. Um, Toho Imperishable Night and Toho, um, Perfect Cherry Blossom. Those are good games. They're real good, good games. games. I really like those games. And then just the other night, uh, and then like a couple weeks ago, I on a whim I pulled up Imperishable Night, and um, one credit cleared on my first try, and I was like, Yes, nice. So, still got it. Um, I was doing it with a controller where I couldn't use the D-pad, so I had to use the analog stick, and Ooh. I still just barely won.
0: That's, um,
2: that's not a good time. Those games, no. those games with those little analog nubs,
1: they don't, they don't feel, those don't feel good on those things nope. at all.
2: Nope, I did not play it again like that. I got a, I finally got my other controller back so I could use my D-pad, just PS3 D-pad. Good. So um, can I do a quick aside here? Remember a while ago I was talking about how I couldn't play
0: the new game Because it doesn't recognize the PS4 D-pad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was my same problem. So I tried goddamn everything. And then John is like, just use the PS3 controller. And I'm just like. (laughs) A revelation. Why why didn't I try that? That's USB 2. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Did it work? Did you try it? I haven't actually tried it yet. Okay,
2: Okay, because I feel it will work.
1: I had to install SCP Toolkit to make my PS3 controller work.
2: Yeah, I think PS4 is made to work <laughs> yeah. right out of the, yeah. but PS3 is not. I think I had to do some fuckery with it, so it's yeah. not like, like it's not an easy, it's not a completely easy solution. But, but like, it, there's just no way to change input modes on
0: the DualShock 4, no. which was screwing okay. And those games are just hard coded to like not Ugh. do what you want.
2: Ugh, I tried really, I tried for like an hour to figure that out, and it was really obnoxious. So I'm glad that other people ran into the same problem, I guess. Yeah. So I beat, um. So I replayed Imperishable Night. That game's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. to watch a friend beat Imperishable Night for the first time over Twitter over the course of several days. <laughs> that was an it interesting was... experience. Yeah, cause seeing that happen
1: hard... in real time It was just like I know. I remember when that game beat my ass. Yeah,
2: like when s- stage four is fucking impossible, and it was like, whoa, he's going back. And and yeah, that that's the funny thing, and. Imperishable Night is that the stage four boss has like four or five health bars, something, like same number as some of the fi- most of the final bosses. Yeah, um, I mean so that, that fight.
0: Was... Both those fights are like real kind of set piece moments for yeah. that series, and they're very mm-hmm. both are very in the middle. Yeah,
1: they're both very difficult too. <clears throat>
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... I was, so yeah. I, I was doing Raymu, and then I and then I actually tried Imperishable Night on hard, and I got to the I think on the first try I got to. um First or second try, I got to the last spell card of um, Rayson. Mm. So I got far on hard mode, and yeah. that felt real good. I think um, yeah? That's one of the ones I've beaten on hard. Like, I can't
0: beat all of them on hard, but I think Imperishable Knight's kind of the easiest game, so it's okay on yeah. hard.
2: Cool. And then but but then when Marissa pulls out the double Master
3: Spark. <laughs> so good! Mm.
2: That's and a the good other video is, game.
0: I always play Imperishable Knight as Marissa, so you know, I fight Reimu in Stage 4, which I think is a much easier the, fight. I don't know. <laughs> I think the Reimu fight's way harder. And I don't know why. And people say that because it's always whichever <laughs> one you're just more comfortable with, yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's probably mm-hmm. a
2: good point there.
1: But, like, there's such different fights, too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, they're, they're so
1: cool. Their spell cards are vastly different.
2: Yeah. I still haven't done the thing where I actually try other characters in these games. I should probably do that yeah, at some point. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm kind of hinting at. Is like, hey,
0: the stage four boss in a lot of the good games is totally different depending who you play as. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely Subterranean like, Animism. Um, can't remember. Like, I think it's all of it
0: before that. Like, Patchouli and Yosu changes all her spell cards mm-hmm. for who you're playing as. Uh, oh, that's like, so fucking cool. The Prism River. Is it Prism River? In, Prism,
2: River, sisters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like
0: there's three of them and you have three playable characters, so whichever who the they pair off basically. Yeah. It's like there will be different attacks if you're playing as different characters. Fucking and cool. then Mount of Faith doesn't do anything, actually. <laughs> no, it's pretty straightforward. And then Subterranean Animism has the crazy Satori fight the where Satori. she's got six variations.
1: Oh, it's so good because, like, the spell card, like, their, their, their yeah, references... Yeah, and they're all past references to yeah. other games. Yeah, and, and to the characters that would have been there. Yeah. So she mm-hmm. actually is reading their mind for previous spells, mm-hmm. so that's really smart. L- There's so much fucking lore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> That's the thing with Toho. There's um, so much fucking more. Yeah. There always is. Also, I said
2: lore, but more works too. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean I yeah, there's games. like literally like Toho books that I have yeah. that have just like character stories and stuff. And then when you get into fandom it just never ends literally. Yeah. Yeah.
2: God. And then all the fan games that a lot of them are real good. You know, fucking Labyrinth of Toho too. Absolutely. Jesus so. of Pharaohs, real good. So I I I played a little bit of Imperishable, and I did hard mode, and it was hard, and then I was like, how about I play another one of these, and I can't remember which one, I I did two more, and I think the first one I did was Mountain of Faith. Yeah. Well, three more, Um, but I think the first one I did was Mountain of Faith, um... and i won credit clear that in like two sessions not yeah that's it's definitely an easier one yeah, yeah. Like, that's probably the
1: easiest one i think like i said that is like the one that i will always suggest people jump into first if you want mm-hmm. your first toho experience like yeah stage 4 is probably going to fuck you up real bad <laughs> because the stage mm-hmm. 4 in that game is it's a pretty big jump so good but like I think that the theme of that stage, not like the music theme, but like the way that they kind of like there's like the waterfall in the background, and then mm-hmm. like the way the bullet patterns are a waterfall yeah. that you traverse, it feels so good,
2: yeah, stage four is definitely that game's kind of set piece moment, yeah, like, oh okay, this is a this is a cool fucking thing um that 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 game relies a lot, I think on creating kind of walls of bullets, yeah. which is a really neat. Motif, I think they—that's even like the last spell card is kind of that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And that that stage four is so memorable, where they just have those cascading bullets. <laughs> so that you have good. To, it's my favorite because you don't have to, because it's hard to. They don't make you move real fast around large obstacles very often in Toho. Like no, the they don't. Is that. Um, but usually you can just stay in a small place and then make small movements yeah. to adjust for the bullets. So it's all about micro when, movement. Hmm anytime where they completely kind of change how you have to think about it for a bit um, it throws you off yeah like in Subterranean Animism where the second stage boss is that where you have to like oh, not God. shoot for a second and
1: yeah or, or how Yugi like sticks around for the rest of the stage and is constantly mm-hmm. firing off at you but there are also enemies everywhere that's such a good moment
3: mhm
2: and, an, and in Imperishable, Imperishable Night stage 4 where you do the chase mid-boss fight so good It's so good. Yeah, so Mountain of Faith. One thing I think about Mountain of Faith is that it has probably the most intuitive and fun for me to engage with score systems. Oh, it's a real easy. The faith faith system is so easy to understand. Yeah, and I had a lot, and that meant that for the first three or four stages, or really the whole game, I was able to be thinking in terms of, all right, how can I maximize my score? Which I can't. I haven't really been able to do with the others because a lot of them are more convoluted oh yeah definitely god yeah i totally forgot that like high score
0: running was a thing in these games and like again mountain of faith is the only one that makes any sense to me because it's like oh yeah
1: just keep that meter going like the Mm -hmm. fucking the 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 cherry system is just like complete nonsense Uh, and uh the the remember trying to engage with that the 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 phantasm meter yeah yeah Yeah. like that stuff's so weird but i don't think that it's
2: in any way essential to actually getting enjoyment out of these games at all Yeah. yeah It's fun. It's fun because you get extra lives for getting high scores, so it yeah. actually does play into the game a little bit. And with Mountain of Faith, I had the most fun engaging with the system. Something that yeah. I um, like
1: that later Toho games started doing was that, like, rather than it just be like points to get an extend, you do something specific and like you build the next life by getting pieces of uh, yeah. by getting pieces of a star or whatever, or yeah, or a star or whatever. S A and UFO do that yeah I think it's not using a bomb on a spell card. We'll drop we'll a drop heart a piece. heart piece and then like, yeah, there's just so many really cool ideas there that kind of reward you for playing better yeah. oh, and
0: then u f o has
1: the u f o system the u f o favorite system I like the system. I just can't play that game because it's, it's too so busy hard.
2: it's yeah. It's such a good system though, mm-hmm UFO is the one I kind of closed off on after the rest of them, um, where I got—I just barely got to the end of stage three in one credit. Um, mm. No, wait, I did not beat it. I died. Um,
0: <laughs> that game's hard. Yeah, true so, boss is interesting.
2: It's so cool. She just has like giant fists going to. It's across. so
3: good.
2: It's so good. Yeah, UFO is one of my least favorite parts
1: of Double Spoiler, animal,
2: though. Bro. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Alright, are... so I—I I one credit cleared. Um, uh, Mountain Probably. of Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, does grazing do anything in Mountain of Faith? Uh, it's, just score, so. it's just score, I think. I think it sure it's just score. And
1: I think it keeps the faith meter from going down, too. Okay.
2: That's I something. think it's score in subterranean animism. I think it does nothing in Mountain of Faith. I think I think the deal in subterranean animism is that grazing is fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's funny because it came off the screen where... It, like, I heard someone say on some forum when I was downloading it that, like, he ran out of time to implement a grazing system, which huh. would make sense. Yeah. Um, I like the thing, too, where the bombs just come out of the power meter, because it makes bombing a little bit... Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's different. I. It's cool that it's different. They're yeah. really strong. Yeah. Yeah, the bombs and... In... I the not are very strong. Alright, so, quickly, I went into... I immediately went into Embodiment of Scarlet Devil, because that was my first Toho game, and mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of come full circle and finish my relationship with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that game's real good. I won't credit cleared it, but it took a several days. Yeah, that one that one takes some work. Yeah, their bullets are much faster than yes. they
0: are in
1: Mountain of Faith and Imperishable. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I um, think from Scarlet Devil to Mountain of Faith, like each game got a little slower. And yeah, then Subterranean asthma was like okay, back to fast, back to super fast
2: bullets. <laughs>
3: um,
2: <laughs> I really like the atmosphere in that game. It. Feels Castlevania y <laughs> Well,
1: yeah, it's kind of
0: going I mean,
2: in this. I mean,
0: you're a vampire hunter. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
2: And the way it builds up to the last confrontation with um, Remilia, Remilia is pretty so cool so good. And when she turns into a bat during her big spell cards when you bomb. Yep, so that's so smart. That's so smart. Ugh. Yeah, there's not a lot to say. Like that one is. It feels a little bit clunkier just because you know we don't have the some of the quality of life stuff.
1: Yeah, well, it's
2: first Windows game, so yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but it's a fucking great game. I'm really it's the a lot of the music's really good and memorable. Um, yeah, and Sakuya is a really fucking cool boss. It start what they started right kind of right out of the gate with the Windows game, having those stage five bosses that just break your brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I fucking love that they did that with. It's the best. It's interesting how, like,
0: uh, Sakuya, Yomu, and Raisin all have similar gimmicks that are all differently implemented, though. Yeah. Like, there's always some sort of, like, time slowdown manipulation thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they all feel very different in mm-hmm.
2: practice. That's cool. Yeah. It's a really cool... Very smart thing. boss designs. Yeah, Yeah. That... <laughs> Those are just some of the moments where it's like, oh yeah, these are these are just really great action games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I went and one credit cleared, um Great Fairy Wars. Just nothing, Oh yeah, really Man,
1: Great Fairy Wars. What a game. The final Toho game. What yeah, the
2: what? final one. Yeah. That game's a that. fucking blast. I think that's one of my <laughs> two favorites. It's really fun. It's really fun. It's so you know, it's fun. Like... It's lighthearted. You get to play as Cherno. Mm-hmm. It's the best. The writing they have. Um, they had a different an actual, an actual it, not an actual artist. They had an artist come in and do the designs, and they're really cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the three
0: characters that you fight in that game are from like one of the Toho manga spinoffs. It's mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like adorable.
0: this was their this was their first game appearance. Yeah, cool. And like they've always been pranksters, so like it's a very
2: lighthearted series. Yeah, both the war and the terrorization were a petty pranks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that probably has I think that my favorite writing in the series. It's very funny and yeah, just it's genuinely purposeful. Funny. Yeah, and it made me laugh a bunch. And the mechanic of you can it has way more bullets than any other game, but you can freeze bullets. Any bullet that's not them.
1: yellow or red.
2: Yeah, any bullet—they implement bullets that you cannot freeze later on, which is so fucking treasury and brilliant. Yeah, Um, that's when it started getting kind of the Ikaruga vibes of oh, this is
1: like when you get a freeze, like just a real big freeze that's like 99% (laughs) coverage or something, and Mm -hmm. then it smashes.
3: Feels
2: so good.
3: (laughs) That mechanic
2: is so satisfying. Uh huh. What's the significance of nine with Cherno again?
1: It's a um, dumb joke that goes back to basically, you know, those diagrams and instruction manuals where it's got like a diagram and it points to like number one is this thing, number two is this thing, number three is this uh-huh. thing. Number, oh, nine, number nine in one of the Toho uh, instruction manuals yeah. uh, was pointing at Cherno and then like the description was just idiot.
2: <laughs> Circle nine.
1: I have I have a shirt I have a I have a Circle Nine shirt so that's really funny i yeah. and good I, I, remember, I remember when my th- I remember when my therapist asked me what's the Circle Nine <laughs> is that it means idiot oh oh wait <laughs> like wait wait said, wait huh you actually said what it means. yeah I actually said I say oh it just means idiot and, she's, and, and then she just goes oh. <laughs> well, I, I, no, no, it's supposed to be a funny thing Hold on, let me explain yeah. this big dumb joke to you Oh, jeez <laughs> well, Toho is a series of shooting games Yeah, in 1995
0: well, <laughs> by a Japanese man, man Junamata I think that's his name <laughs> let, me, let me pull up the Toho wiki for you Who used to work for Taito And was inspired by the game The music guy, Zunata Who worked on Darius Gaiden
2: So yeah. he decided to name himself Zun Yeah Oh, very, very, oh, my God. Very good, and I really like the nonlinear stage design and how the writing... Yeah. Ch- you can play any of the three stages in any order, but yeah. they, they get... and Yeah,
1: like, whatever order you play them in, the next one's going to be progressively harder. So there's basically three
2: versions of every stage. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and the writing changes depending on the order. Mm-hmm. You, even you So even if you do, like, like stay, the first stage... Um, second, the second stage first, the third stage last, and then you do the first stage second, the third stage first, and the th- second stage last. If that makes sense, the writing is different between those two routes on the second stage. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's the same level, the writing changes depending on which boss you fought in the first level and yeah. whatnot. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool and classy, and it encourages you to play the game a bunch and have a good time doing so because it is very fun. Yeah. And you will, you will have a good time. <clears throat> And then the way they bring the menu music in during the last the climactic level, like, oh, it's this big epic quest, but then that's <laughs> all the joke.
1: Yeah, that's the, the joke, is that is it's, that a
2: it's not a big epic quest. <laughs> and I played some UFO, and I'm stuck on it because it's very hard. And then <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to that, but I've had a very fun Toho adventure. You need
0: to play I Shoot really love the Bullet
1: school. and Double Spoiler, though.
0: Yeah, those are the last two I think you should check out, because, like,
1: uh... Like, if you like mechanics... Fairy
0: Wars yeah great fairy wars is him experimenting with like a really unique mechanic and the photography games are like that kind of amplified yeah Mm. because like they're the the whole game is just these short like one minute levels yeah Mm -hmm. get one shot at it's like super meat boy of tohos
1: yeah it really Mm. is like you can just go in like play maybe 30 minutes go tear down three or four cards and just be like okay i'll come back to this later or by the end of shoot the bullet, yeah play for
0: thirty minutes and make absolutely no, no progress, progress whatsoever.
1: Yeah. I can't I can't, yeah. I can't I can't beat shoot the bullet. I can beat double I, spoiler, but I can beat... somehow I beat shoot the bullet and it was just
0: agonizingly hard by the end. Like yeah. I kinda had to cheat and just watch YouTube videos of like people doing it to because like, a lot of it is just figuring out how Yeah to do some of those I had to do
2: that I had to do that to figure out how to dodge Catcherno's attack and embodiment of Scarlet <laughs> Devil you it's get, like, oh, you I just get I just right in get her face her fucking blind spot is in her face Um, and I thought it was funny that that was true of in Embodiment of Scarlet Devil and then in Grey Fairy Wars you're basically encouraged to get up in everybody's faces yeah. to <laughs> yeah. freeze their bullets as fast as possible it's pretty funny yeah yeah. I, I'll probably play double spoiler and I want to once credit clear subterranean anim- animism and UFO Oof, and those, maybe,
1: are, those are a tall order have, so yeah
2: yeah, I might
3: like,
2: go back and... I
3: like, I've know.
0: beaten a couple of games, like, PCB Imperishable Night on hard, and, like, Subterranean Animism on hard. I'm not sure I can get to stage four. Like, mm. it's really...
2: A, I don't want like, to one to clear them on hard. I want to one I know. clear them on normal. But I'm Even just saying, like, I think hard. those two games are, like, kind of a, a
0: half-step up
1: yeah. on yeah. every
0: difficulty compared um, to the others.
1: Like, Subterranean Animism, like, once you get to the Orin fights on anything above normal it's like my brain's just like nope Mm -hmm. yeah that's another one where like a lot of that series
0: is just like how do I tackle these attacks yeah like Mm. there's just specific ways sometimes you have to lead the bullets yeah like the Moku fight and the extra boss of Imperishable Night is a whole lot of like oh like she's just gonna fill this screen so you have to move in a very specific way to
1: not get completely trapped yeah how's this happen there's like it's like micro dodging and macro dodging basically yeah. are the kind of the two things you learn to do when you're playing streaming. games like that. I, I
2: learned the word streaming on my
1: last shmup
2: binge.
0: Yes. Yeah, like subterranean animism. The main game is like that's a streaming all tutorial. streaming. It's yeah,
1: all streaming. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> just so much.
0: Especially
2: stage three with the lasers, where it's just like you just you go very to. slow
0: and tap left, yeah. and then you make a big move, and then you tap right.
2: Yep. Or you can do what I did and play with Rainbow, where you can jump from the left
0: oh, side,
3: yeah. to
2: the right side of the screen. Oh, yeah, then... that that really helps with streaming
0: though when you never have run out of space.
2: <laughs> of course, you can also yes, crash
1: yourself right into a stray bullet too. So. True,
2: that happened a good. Bit. That's a good subject anima- animism is the best one, and I want to yeah. finish that properly at some point, even though it's going to be harder. Oh, but it's gonna also, it's gonna take you. Also, a while. I beat that game by continuing. Uh, over and over in the sixth stage, which is kind of torturous. Oh god, yeah. Because you have to beat the last boss with like two lives and that's Ooh, not easy. I, you, I think doing it in one credit will probably be easier because I had a, yeah. like an hour I took me like an hour and a half to beat Mountain of Faith yeah. the last boss the first time I went through because I was trying to beat it that way mm-hmm. and then I probably spent that amount of time one credit clearing it mm-hmm. because you get to the boss with just a couple more lives than that, and then it's easy.
1: Yeah, like, just, the the extra one or two lives of padding can definitely be the, be the difference. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's good yeah. practice, though, like, having confidence in those fights.
1: Yeah, you have to. It's
0: very important. Because fighters. you need
1: to be able to make these really fucking small, brave moves, especially during the last fight of, uh, of subterranean animism. Like, there are so many, there are a lot of spell cards where you've got to make <laughs> really tiny brave movements those two sons god, the two sons exactly
2: god that, the like,
1: that at the very end
0: god. The, the two sons one is one of those cards that just didn't make sense to me the first time i saw it yeah
1: like that one I was just like, just like what
0: oh uh-huh. i can stay in here okay yeah like you're just like completely covered up and you just see your hitbox yeah what a, what a good 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 games God, that fight is so good, though, with the whole warning, warning thing. Warning,
2: you warning. Know? It's so, like, there's nothing like that in the series. Yeah, to break tradition like that for this gag is so good. Mm hmm. And having her themed after this sun boss, but then theming it all around nuclear fusion. Yeah, it's so good. These are probably my favorite shmups. I really like them a lot. They feel. You need like to, play I have to play Crimson and Clover. Y'all need to
1: get on Crimson Clover. I do. I, I want oh, to. Yeah, it's very the,
2: the double burst.
1: is
0: great. If you if you don't have that, I think it's like two bucks in the Steam yeah, sale. Yeah, right it's super
2: cheap. I haven't. It. It's very good, it's it's and I've sampled. I've gotten to the stage, second stage boss. It's Hec- very hard. Yeah Hec-a-ton, <laughs> cheer. yeah, Hecaton Cheer is pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Toho like weirdly feels like one of the most accessible shmup series. Absolutely, out there. and like it kind of gets
1: shit on by the shmup community a lot for that. And it's just mm. like,
3: well, why do you
1: why do you care like and this just comes from my days of hanging out at org and, and like, just, like, the, the attitudes people had that, and they started – because they were totally on board when Perfect Cherry Blossom came out. They were, oh, this is the coolest thing. And then other people started liking it. That's always what it comes down to is, oh, my thing is accessible to a yeah. mainstream
0: audience now, so I hate this thing yeah. that people can get into my fandom with.
1: That's kind of what it came down to and why, like, just, like, the way they would just kind of, like, scoff at other shmups just because they're not Dodonpachi. Because that's the only game yeah. they know how to suck the dick of over
3: there. <laughs> Dodonpachi's sorry that, sorry not that, that.
1: good.
2: It's, yeah, it's... It feels, like, it feels kind of boring thematically, like, just, co- like, art-wise and music-wise and comparison. Yeah, like, I just... really like. Like
1: if if Toho is a more babby version of that, I feel that there's way more feeling going into that game than there is mm. something that's just as
2: dry
1: aesthetically as Dodonpachi.
2: Yeah, Ketsui. I mean, Ketsui is extremely impossibly hard, but aesthetically, that was yeah, probably the it's, case it's, game it's got esthetics the most
1: yeah.
0: I mean, Toho is, like, entirely about making the bullets of a boss and their music theme, like, all work together to yeah, yeah,
1: tell the story yeah. of a character. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, like, the bullet patterns in Toho are infinitely prettier than just, like, here's some blue and purple bullets that spit yeah. out of everything. Barf.
2: Yeah. What what inspired Undertale more, you think? Toho or oh. Nodanpachi? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a language that Toho, like, it... If I was teaching a class on Undertale, I would spend the first two weeks talking about Toho.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you kind of have to.
2: So where is my Toho RPG that rips off the Undertale
0: battle system? Because it's like Toho's already a shmup. So you
1: have to know that there's probably one.
0: Somebody's got to do that because that—that's actually a really interesting battle system. Like
1: I will guarantee you, within the next year of Kamikets, there's going to be one come up. Like that. There's just I no think- way it won't. Maybe when the PS4 version comes out, because I guess the game hasn't actually been in Japanese. Yeah, that's a I good point. So, yeah. That's a good point too.
2: Oh, that's so exciting! That's good. That's really cool that he managed to do that. Yeah, good for Toby. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also on to- PlayStation Vita. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about that. I think it, I think the Toho, like with Toho, it almost feels like all right. These are here are shm- some shmups for regular humans.
1: <laughs> in a way,
2: in a way, in a
0: way, what the. You know, there's the ca- the difficulty selectables be like, for a breezy time, for
2: regular people, and then Lunatic is like, for for abnormal people. For abnormal yeah. people, yeah. I think on Imperishable Night, they had hard mode listed as arcade difficulty, which is yeah. like, yeah, this is about as hard as, like, my time with Rayforce, so. Oh, that game's so good. I love shmups. <laughs> shmups I are shmup.
1: awesome. I'll, I want to make a shmup, too.
2: Let's make a shmup. Let's oh make All let's three make of us.
1: Of All three of us. We're going to make a Sox cast shmup.
2: We're announcing it right here. Project N 3 four. I had I have one on my little upcoming thing I just put on my site, so to get myself excited. So I'm excited about that. That's gonna be my first big game maker project probably
1: is a shmup. Cool. And I'm basing yeah, uh, and I'm basing it on one of Rhett's games. Oh geez. Excellent.
0: I mean shmups I mean, are yeah. kinda easy to make, like a very basic one. Yes. Duh. Because you don't have to worry about gravity and stuff like in a platformer.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made it into the Vortex in a week and I still really like that game. The game's pretty good. Yeah. Someone speed ran it the other day. Yeah, All right, they should did. we move on to the, <laughs> one more, the one last topic? One last sure. topic. What you got? Alright, so before I played Zero Time Dilemma I actually played another game mm-hmm. <laughs> that I've been meaning to play for a little while now. Sonic I played, the Hedgehog 4. I played Final Fantasy 1, the Origins version on my hmm. PlayStation Vita. <laughs> what, what's a Vita? What's a Vita? It's this cool game system. It's probably uh, the one of the poor game systems I've played the most. In, it's, uh, it's this game system <laughs> the that previous. John
1: made, and only John plays games on it. Oh, quick, dumb thing! I yeah. saw the movie Baby Driver uh, yesterday,
0: and that's a Sony movie. And there's just a random scene where a, a character is holding what I th- pretty damn sure is a PlayStation Vita, but it's <laughs> like they don't even ever actually show the logo like you never get a good enough view of it to see that it's a Vita <laughs> but it's just like they just can't help themselves can they they're no. just like we have to have a character holding like because they're distracted they're holding a video game system but fuck it if we're gonna make it a Nintendo thing yeah. so give them Vita just give them a Vita <laughs> so it's, not, it's like not even product placement though because you don't know the name of the product yeah, so weird. yeah. that's
2: fucking funny
1: god damn it angry um, Lanx why are you streaming drumming again Dang it! I'm recording a podcast. Don't you have any goddamn banners to wait until Infinite? I'm sorry? <laughs> All
2: right. So, Final Fantasy One. This game's really fucking charming, and I like went over. I kept bouncing back and forth on it for a long time because I kept trying to play the NES version, mm-hmm. and it's pretty harsh and hard to get into. Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's it's a it's a I time.
0: I couldn't get into that game as a kid, like when it was relevant, so I can't imagine trying to play it now without having nostalgia.
1: Yeah.
2: Gotcha.
0: Because for me, it was like, oh, when you attack and an enemy dies, the, your character will just attack the empty space where they were.
2: Yeah, boy. That's it's... awful. That's terrible. <laughs> so it's pretty rough. And I kept trying to get into it, and it, it kind of colored my whole thing on the game. It's like, oh, well, this is obviously bullshit. All these people are just <laughs> full of it. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy One is Final Fantasy One is secretly not that great. Dragon Quest Forever, la la la. <laughs> um, but then I kept. I think I you sh- you linked me a speed run that someone was streaming of it, Polly. Mm-hmm. and I was kind of watching it and just kind of looking at it, being like, "God, I fucking want to play Final Fantasy One right now." <laughs> this is so charming. Yeah. Um. I I beat the Dawn of Souls version some ages ago, and that version is very bad. Yeah. Kind um, of so, just. It kind of throws away everything
1: that kind of made that original game interesting. Is that CBA? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. And which one did you play? Oh, Vita, I, right? I played. I, Don't souls was the first version I played in high school. Um, and I think you can buy ethers in like the fourth town for very cheap, and yeah. you have MP instead of spell charges. Yeah. So, like for the last three dungeons or so, I just had was using flare every random encounter <laughs> and then popping an ether.
3: Oh yeah. dear.
2: Uh, And then there would be 80 random encounters in a dungeon, so it would still take, like, an... That's the thing. With Dawn of Souls, they made it piss-easy, but then they didn't have the encounter rate. No, not at all. It's still pretty bad encounter rate. Yeah. Except there's nothing interesting about it.
0: Yeah, It's, like, the whole point of those early Final Fantasy games is kind of, like, managing your stuff through a dungeon
2: Yeah, so that you Mm -hmm. end it with
0: nothing left. Yeah, So being able to buy that stuff and just not care kind of defeats the point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then still having it be, like really draining to play by making you fight yeah. fights constantly. Mm-hmm. Isn't um, there like
0: a bridge in that game that has like a random enemy on every tile?
2: There is uh, a pathway in yeah. one of the early dungeons where you can just walk down and there's a hard enemy that gives a lot of, um, XP on every tile, yeah. <laughs> XP and money. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of cool little moments where you can, that make grinding pretty easy. Yeah, definitely. Which I think is classy. Um, once you get past the earth cave, I feel like you're kind of in a good place. Yeah. Um, so i played final fantasy origins which was has the tough economy of the first game with Mm -hmm. all the quality of life improvements of the sec of the later versions yeah so it's basically perfect (laughs) cool um and i had a fucking blast with it and all the dungeons are really cool um this is i i started i'll I'll just bring it up now because i also right after i beat final fantasy one i was like "Mm, maybe i should play this final fantasy two and I was bouncing between back and forth between that and zero time dilemma, and then I went with zero time dilemma. <laughs>
1: Man, I time dilemma. had you gone started... with Final Fantasy two over zero time dilemma, we would not be having <laughs> this podcast right now with one John Thayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. when...
0: yeah. When did you start playing Final Fantasy eight? Didn't you do that over zero time dilemma? No, Robert? that was over Dark no, no, Souls.
2: That's... Oh, oh, oh! It was, wasn't it? God, yeah. Me, like... No. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Uh, um, but I, I started playing Final Fantasy 2 after beating Zero Time Dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of cast in stark relief all the things that make Final Fantasy 1 really good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main thing with Final Fantasy 2 is I played about six hours and the the, um, the leveling system is whatever. I, I've absorbed enough through osmosis to know how to deal with that stuff and I've beaten three other Quasi games. Did, did, did you punch yourself in the face I punched did myself in the it? face a lot, so I equipped a bunch of shields and <laughs> I I double equipped two shields on all the characters so that they could just go into fights and then just dodge repeatedly oh my, oh my god wait you dodge with shields shields raise evasion so if you equip oh two yeah. shields then you can't attack but it makes you it helps you level your evasion yeah <laughs> I oh think my god.
0: you know Not another other sh- game lets you equip two shields in Dark Souls 2 and Fantasy Star 4 there you oh, go. That's a, that's a good game, so I'm not going <laughs> to mention that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so the leveling system is whatever. I've dealt with it just fine. The main thing with Final Fantasy 2 is that um, I also really like the atmosphere in 2 because it's very melancholy and kind of grim. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of Fantasy Star 2 a bit because it's very much making this evil empire attacking you very threatening. Yeah. Um, But all the dungeons I've done so far are like six or seven floors and all the floors are basically like, here's the path from the one staircase to another with these branching paths off of them that terminate at dead ends or tre- treasure chests. Yeah. Also, there are doors that lead into empty space, empty rooms. Yep, uh, a lot of that. So you're just going through these dungeons and they're not very taxing to think about because once you've like cleared out a floor, and you know what's up. Um, the path, There's always basically one path forward and alright I've cleared out all those branches so I know that i you don't have to th- have very much going on hold very much in your brain at once cause once you've cleared it out then that you can just release that and don't have to think about it anymore right um, but they're really fucking long also oh yeah So the end, res- the end result is that the dungeons are kind of
3: boring
2: yeah. yeah even though they're kind of hard because you know by the end you're running a little low on MP and shit they're an unfun slog they're kind of a slog. They kind of remind me of Secret of Mana dungeons. Oh, <laughs> throw in um, shade. <laughs> um, so the so that's kind of the thing that I wish people focused more on with Final Fantasy 2. is like, there's this the stuff about it that's very overtly wacky and weird, but then there's just this aspect where the dungeons are just kind of fucking boring. Yeah, compared with Final Fantasy One, where like every floor has a completely different shape. Yeah, um,
1: Yeah, it's very, very uh varied in terms of uh the dungeon designs.
2: Yeah, like the there, like Gurgu Volcano is probably my favorite dungeon. Mm. Um, the first floor is like the entrance of a volcano, so it's all lava that yeah. tiles the damage you and not just kind of in a circle and there's a staircase down. Then there's a straight path to a um to a staircase down to the next level. Yeah. With um, and the, But there's a door that leads into this really dense maze where, with a bunch of treasure in it. But then once you've gotten all the treasure, then you don't have to go back in. Um, so it, the dungeons are very designed with lots of shortcuts, kind of, because they like in the first start of Marsh Cave, there's two paths that both lead to staircases. And one of them terminates at a treasure chest away, like on another floor, and the other leads to the next part of the dungeon. So then you can easily go into the when you on revisits, because you're going in and out of dungeons to restock and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you can just go, alright, now I'm just going for the short path. Whereas Final Fantasy 2s, if you leave the dungeon you have to do most of the dungeon still.
1: Like, yeah, it's it's. Un- I really fucking hate Final Fantasy 2's maps. They're terrible. I don't think
2: they're very good. Um, and if we're being honest, 3s are kind of bad too. <laughs> that might, that's something I'm kinda of worried about is I think um I, I was talking with some friends who made me kind of who got me wanting to replay Final Fantasy one because they were talking about how much they love the map design and then yeah. they were comparing the two and threes. Um yeah, I believe it. And then fours are pretty fucking good. Yeah, because fours four are the, really good. Four introduces the varied elevation yeah. on sing, on single mm. floors, which is <clears throat> I, I stared at those when I was doing RPG Maker <laughs> maps a lot. Yeah. Um but then and then Ger-Goo, and then it ends, you the last floor of Gurgle The Gurgle Volcano is
3: a staircase down and
2: just you're at the center, it's like it's the same as the first level, but it's much bigger and there's eight spokes leading off of yeah. in all the directions, and one of them has carry in it, and then the rest are either treasure or dead ends and a lot of really good treasure. Some yeah. of them have traps in front of them. Um, and then if you're revisiting, you know, oh, I've done those spokes, so I'm good. Yeah, it's 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 intuitive. Very intuitive. One of, one of my runs through, I got to the bottom of Gurgu Volcano, and I think two of my guys got stoned.
1: You yeah, they did. Yeah, I <laughs> know. I think three of
2: my, I think three of my party members either got stoned or died, and I had just my one fighter, and I'd run out of potions Whoa. of the ninety-nine that I'd brought in, and I was at the bottom of the dungeon, and I slowly made my way back up through the whole dungeon, and I got poisoned, and I didn't, no, no, and then I got to like, I kept having close calls, and then I had like fifty HP, and then three steps away from the exit, I got where I could use a tent. Um, I got attacked by some enemies that poisoned me, and I was trying, trying to hammer them out with my one fighter. So I leave this dungeon with three of my people dead, no potions, and like 15 HP. Nice, <laughs> I saved, and it felt amazing.
1: That's the kind of that's the kind of dungeon exploration that makes you say, "Fuck the crystals, we're done. This is stupid. This was <laughs> not worth it."
2: Also, the Final Fantasy One storytelling is pretty cool. I think it's breezy yeah it's breezy it's simple where you find out the ways that these four fiends have been destroying the world yeah. basically and it earnestly is like alright I wanna fix this and also I really like how Tiamat's dungeon feels like a lot—a a final dungeon yeah. <laughs> there's that really cool looping floor and it's on top of another dungeon and the last dungeon itself is really good and then I beat the game and I cried a lot which <laughs> I didn't because expect why, why wouldn't you from fucking Final Fantasy. It literally ends on a message that's just like, hey, you know who did this? You're the one that did this. You have this power. At least in the origin. I yeah. think it's, it's present in the NES version and then emphasized in the Origins yeah, I think translation. They, they, they kind of flower
1: it up a little more in the, the new retranslation. Mm-hmm.
2: And it was like, oh, thank you. I can do things. I have power. And it was very affirming and nice. So I like Final Fantasy One a lot. Yeah, it's it's um, a good game. It holds up. Yeah. Um,
3: cool.
2: and I think that's I that's those are my games. That's, that's it. That's cool. it. Cool. But I think
0: do we have any news? I just want to say I'm uh I'm really glad John talked about Final Fantasy because you know socks people sexy dot net has been going on for like twelve years at this point. I think it's been that's around there, there
1: 12, 13,
0: mm-hmm. somewhere around there, so, somewhere around there. And like inexplicably though. Like, no one has ever actually talked about Final Fantasy on this site. Yeah. So I'm glad so we finally kind of. We're kind of giving it due, game.
1: You know? Yeah. 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 It's a big series, you know.
2: that yeah. series is important to all of us. So, you know, it's nice yeah. to actually address it.
1: Finally, ha- like, Final Fantasy finally yeah. has a home on SocksMakePeopleSexy.net. Yeah. <laughs> In this yeah. podcast. <laughs> and this podcast.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: How does Five compare, you think? Uh, I don't like Five. I don't like Five
0: either. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, people, some people love that one. People like, love think,
1: that one because it's so broken with the job class system and yeah. stuff. But, like, the story is so yeah. awful. And like, Four and
0: six are the ones with story,
1: and then five yeah. is gameplay. Yeah, five is gameplay and boring dungeons. And
2: <laughs> Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking about was dungeon maps, basically. Yeah. There's a pirate world, though, so.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we have any news, Rhett? Do we have any news? Uh, oh, Nintendo. They're oh, at it again. no, not Nintendo. Nintendo's
0: at it again. They're guys. doing it again.
1: Uh, what are so they doing they- this time? You may
0: not remember it, because they only made, like, ten of them, uh-huh. but they made a miniature NES last year.
1: Oh, yeah! I almost forgot about that, yeah. And they had a bunch of games, and everybody
0: wanted one, and no one could get one unless you paid, like, $800 to a scalper. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then they were like, oh, this thing, it's insanely popular, we're so happy, we're discontinuing it.
1: Yeah, because
0: that's, uh, that's how you And now do. they've announced, they're doing a mini SNES! Oh boy. Yay. And yeah, I literally can't get myself excited about this thing cuz they're only going to make 10 of them and they're going to yeah. be $10,000 to first bidders. Yeah. But uh, the only, 20, there's 000.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's only one interesting thing about this thing though. What's that? It's, it's that it has Star oh, Fox it says 2. Star Fox 2. That's
0: interesting. Be- Ripped and dumped immediately. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to laugh if it's the same as that ROM that's been floating around for a while. For years. Cause I don't think that's a good game. No, it's not super great. Like Star Fox, the original, is one of my favorites of all time, and I admit, like, that's a game that maybe hasn't aged very well due to its super, super early three D nature. But Star mm-hmm. Fox two, I just thought was kind of weightless and like Maybe a bit too ambitious doing a full 3D on the SNES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if this Whatever version is on here, it's going to be really interesting to see. But besides that, I thought it'd be interesting... So on SocksMakePeopleSexy.net a long time ago, we ranked our favorite 115 SNES games of all time. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of see how this classic NES Classic mini... Related, so we'd like look through that list and be like, okay, like, what did they get? So number one on our list was Super Metroid. Boom, Oop. easy get. get, easy get, and that is on the SNES Mini. Smart. All right. Okay. okay so we move on. Number two is Chrono Trigger. All right. Easy With get. Totally. It's got to be on there.
1: Not on there, guys. Well, huh? Huh? Huh?
0: not on there.
1: I have that Hitamari Sketch Miyako face right now. Like, huh. Huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, number three. Okay, number three is Final Fantasy 3. That's on there. Uh, oh, Alright,
1: easy game. Number four is A Link to the Past,
0: which is on there. Alright, number five? Number, number five, Super Mario All-Stars. That's not gonna be on there. Which, which which is not on
2: there. Well, you already got that when you bought the NES Mini. Yeah. So everyone's got that. Everyone's already
0: yeah, got that. Yeah, Marvel. everyone's got those
2: I mean, those are the better versions. Those
0: are
1: the game. better versions, yeah. And, and everyone has this NES Mini. And everybody's got yeah, one. Like, I've know, got 16 just hanging out in my closet. Okay. <laughs> number six, Super Mario World. That's
0: on there. Obviously. All right. uh, the number seven best SNES game of all time, Secret of Mana, is on there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Super Number eight, Super Mario RPG, is actually on there. That surprises me. Yeah, that's a pretty good get. I pretty cool that guess That is a Square game, huh? Yeah, yeah. How, how come they didn't put Corona Trigger on then? That's such a weird omission. I think yeah. I think that game's too valuable to Square to just put on this thing. It even might though be. <laughs> it's only ten
2: copies. Like, what's it to them? Yeah, really. Hey y'all, okay. Corona Trigger is much better game. This
0: my RPG. Yes, thank you. Cool. Uh, number nine, Final Fantasy 2, which is not on here because again, Square only put so many things on here. Oh, that's
2: that's the fucking pits because that was like a launch here, a launch game. That was yeah. like, hey, that's my nostalgia. Yeah, that's, one of, that's mine too. I didn't have Final Fantasy 6 as a kid. I had Final Fantasy 4. Yeah. So they 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 missed my two favorite Zest games, oh. basically, which is sad. But they gave you Secret yeah. of Mana,
1: John.
0: <laughs> All right. Number 10, Kirby Superstar, is on here. All right. I think overall they actually are doing pretty good. Number yeah, 11, Man X, which is on here. Uh, yeah, that's... So I thought never... they had missed Meg Man X outfit. So... Yeah. And number, two, number 12, Star Fox, which is on there. Obviously. Oh. Number 13, Super Mario Kart, is on there. Obviously. Now, this that's... is a, a little that bit kind of a weird high. one. All number right. 14, Super Street Fighter 2. Huh. And I compiled all the votes for Street Fighter 2 and St- Super... And Street Fighter 2
1: Turbo. Yeah. And Sp- <laughs> Specifically, Turbo is the one on the SNES Mini. Okay, that's the kind of one that I see most people nostalgic about anyway.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a little weird, like... Because apparently the Japanese Super Famicom Mini has Super. Super? Oh my god. Which is just... What a weird discrepancy to have. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll wrap this up quickly. Number 15, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, which is on there. That's kind of right? surprising,
1: because that game like uses some onboard chips, and like to my knowledge, like most of these games don't use onboard chips that needed extra well, processing power, because they, ha-
0: they, they to
3: have, have
0: Star Fox on there, so yeah. they had to do some of it. Uh, number
2: 16, Earthbound, which is on there, which is a big oh, get. Oh, fuck day. yeah. That's a big, yay. That's a big, and. cool guy because that came out omitted so much from the virtual console stuff. So yeah. Long.
1: They, they got to give you that one because they're never giving you Mother 3.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then, uh, skipping a bit down a bit, number 115, Contra 3,
3: is
2: on there. <laughs> totally on there. <laughs> yeah. Where's Actraiser on our list? Uh Okay, whatever. Actraiser is oh, not Actraiser on there. It's
0: not on the SNES Mini. <sighs> And there's some other missions like Donkey Kong Country is just the first one and not two and two or three. Even though those are the
1: better ones.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a solid list like given
2: what they've Yeah, they yeah like done it just things. seems
0: like kind of a, a little bit boring to me.
2: Like the Nest minis it, was a little seemed a little more adventurous. It's,
0: yeah. yeah, it's definitely a very safe list, I think. Yeah. Like, hey, here's the first game in like all these franchises like Super Mario Kart F-Zero, Donkey yeah. Kong Country, Star Fox, Oh, and Super Castlevania 4,
2: what the fuck is that doing there? That's weird. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, none, nothing That's that would have been kind of hit me out of left field like Cybernator or Evo. I was, I was literally going to say Illusion Cybernator. Yeah. Like Cybernator would be such a cool
1: game to kind of expose people to. Yeah. Mm. Or Secret yeah. of Evermore, the better game than... Yes, yeah, Secret of, the, of Evermore. Super good. Yeah. Super good. Like, the game that Square probably, they're just, like, bar- they've buried that code yeah. long ago because they want to forget it exists
0: what's the illusion of Gaia I think
1: yeah mm-hmm. Evo search
0: for Eden like there's a you could do a oh, really cool one. list yeah yeah Plock, which obviously, obviously Plock Plock. would be the good game
2: can't believe that do you remember when they put when somebody made that joke list of bad yeah. games and they included Plock and everyone's like
0: Plock is good though fuck you yeah yeah like <laughs> uh what are you thinking dude <laughs> But yeah, like I'd love to have one of these. Not gonna get one, cause Nope. nope. they're gonna be one. To they're get. gonna be
1: seventy bucks, and two. I think they're actually eighty bucks. Uh, yeah, that's right. They're eighty. Yeah, one they're expensive, and two they're gonna be they're scalped as just- shit day one anyway. Yeah, it, it just makes no sense for <laughs> to me for Nintendo
0: to do this when like their manufacturing pipeline right now, which I will believe is actually strained. Yeah. So why are they not just putting everything into the Switch? Because they need Switches for the holiday. Yeah. Like, that is like make or break for their company right now. I think... So to...
1: God, it just feels like they're a company that's kind of playing video game maker these (laughs) days, doesn't it? Just like, they kind of like, they have a lot of money and they're just like, Hi, look at me, I make some video game stuff. (laughs)
0: my new hit steam game Nintendo Simulator Baker. where you just make you make bad decisions you have like, to make bad decisions don't ship enough copies yeah
2: oh that's fucking funny
0: and then never ever lower the prices of your games yeah never no sales ever like there's a mini game where a indie developer asks you if they can put their game on sale and you have to kick them out
3: yeah
2: <laughs> any other news Brett?
1: I mean I don't have any other news listed, so No, there's there's uh there's no other news but S G D Q is going on this week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it uh, just, just,
0: just started.
1: It just kicked off with a superb run of near yeah. autonoma near near autonoma- autonoma- Automata. Near Automata by uh, half coordinated it, it was a fantastic run. Um, awesome. Yeah, I caught the last half of that. It's real good. Uh, I didn't know
0: that game had so many out-of-bounds clips.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty busted. He's just flying through that thing. (laughs) It's pretty busted. That's funny. To be fair, I think he plays on an unpatched version, though. Uh
0: Oh. god! I mean, that's, like, everything now has to be like that, because... Yeah. Like, Dark Souls 2, like, was so broken. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, like, watch some SGDQ, uh, if you can. Give him, you know, throw him a few bucks. Doctors Without Borders is a really good cause. And Yeah. yeah. So they're good beeps. Uh, Do we have any questions? Nope. No questions. Alright. Well that means we are going to get this thing nice and wrapped up thanks for everybody for tuning in um, I don't think that there's any other programming notes I mean we did the, the, the Her Lullaby spoiler cast which I think uh, turned out really well I've gotten some positive mm-hmm. feedback about that um, and I think that'll do it so John Thayer, where can the fine listeners find you
2: farawaytimes.com Ritz,
1: where can they find you
0: in3.tumblr.com or just google Rhett or just okay. google yeah.
2: Rhett
1: and go yeah go R-H-E-T-E and you'll find one of them go play all of his games they're good they're
2: real good they're pretty good pretty good yeah
1: good. and they're alright speedrun them okay speedrun them. Yeah. Okay. Speed them do that yeah I'll do hunters <laughs> sure, I, I,
2: sure, I I call Adventures of Mike Man
1: there you go <laughs> no we have to have a leaderboard yeah we gotta get yeah okay times. Okay. <laughs> All right, and we're going to go ahead and get out of here. So remember, we are the podcast that loves you. We're the only ones that
3: love you.